0: is in your head You must fight too
1: Is Josh, and I'm here with my co hosts, plural Kylie. Hello, and Jesse. Hello, Jesse is on a little bit of a lag because we're he's he's a Colin, he's our Colin guest from the north. From the north, he hails from the north. (laughs) Hey,
2: yeah, long time, first time, (laughs) yeah. Um.
1: We are talking about lots of stuff, kind of, today. Not a lot of stuff, but Star Wars, some food things, some some, some shit. We're doing our podcast stuff again, you know, talking about stuff. <laughs> so, um, you can email us anything you would like to email us at twistmirepodcast at gmail.com. And you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat. You can find Jesse Bailey at jessebailey on Twitter. Twist my arm. Is that Twist my arm cast on Twitter? Um, I think. What is that? Is that that's the intro, right? Is that the intro? You guys got anything to add to that? <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: I don't believe so. Right. The Facebook page, SoundCloud, right. iTunes, wherever you go, <laughs> oh, leave yes. a review. Yes. Feel SoundCloud free to subscribe. And and <laughs>
1: yes. yes, please always subscribe and, and share with friends and stuff. Um, your support, you, the listeners, you as listeners, your support means more than anything and it helps us along so yeah (laughs) moving right along kylie how was your week this week
3: pretty good yeah Yeah. it was really good i only had to work a couple hours of overtime this week (laughs) (laughs) it's a plus (laughs) yeah what is
1: the what's the day is
3: it saturday it is saturday the 28th yes what the fuck yep
1: okay jesse how was your week
2: uh, I was sick for most of it, but I got better about three quarters of the way through, and now I am firing on all cylinders and feeling great.
1: Good. That's good to hear. You know, a lot of people have been getting sick. Kylie got sick. I feel Not like bad. I'm starting to kind of get sick, but I think the amount of vitamins <laughs> that I just ingested yeah. are going to kind of try to counteract an that. arsenal. It was, yeah, <laughs> it was pretty bad. Um, but Stay yeah, hydrated. Yeah, for sure. And the, a ton of people, like, if you get this little flu thing... Get it taken care of and quit going to work when mm-hmm. you're sick. Mm-hmm. Damn it. <laughs> yeah. Especially when Everybody you work on other people. Fuck. Um, yes, where uh, where are we here? Oh, yes. This week uh, we are talking a lot about Star Wars. That will be the main focus um, as there was a title reveal and a couple other reveals, too. I don't think I told you about those ones, Jesse, but we'll talk about them when we get to I'm- it.
2: My interest is peaked.
1: Yeah, it just uh, it just got announced. I think a day or two ago, and it's kind of it's some books. God, Trev, what is your problem? She really wants to on <laughs> this. I guess so. Goodness gracious! Say hello, Trev. Um, so I did want to before we started getting into the girth of this show, I wanted to kind of go back to last week's episode. We talked. About the most anticipated things, the things that we anticipated the most coming out in the next year, over the next year. And um, I was going to talk about the albums coming out, but I was very, very unprepared. So today I tried to get a little bit more prepared. And I'm just going to go through a run through of what's coming out. Um, Let's see. Oh, this is from the Wikipedia page. I'll post all this, too, because there's there's so much shit that, that's old and new and, like, old artists that are coming out with stuff that you should definitely, if you are a music fan, check some of this stuff out. Um, You got AFI that came out with a new album last week. Uh, John Mayer came out with a new album last week. Uh, let's see. Sorry, I'm just trying to run through now. Oh, the Japan Droids. If you've ever heard of the Japan Droids, those guys are fucking awesome. Their new album comes out yesterday. Um, along with the new Twisted album and train album.:
3: <laughs> Oh good. I,
1: kn- I knew you'd be excited about both of those. Yeah. jeez. Um, February we have wow, that's a name you haven't heard of in a long time. Reba McIntyre.:
3: Oh any uh, She's a funny lady:
1: Any country western country western country pop, I guess that is what that would be, and terrible TV shows. Uh, um, <laughs> Lupe Fiasco, I but really I'm like from your... the south. Yeah, no shit. Um, February 10th, you got Lupe Fiasco's coming out the new album, along with um, Overkill. That's a pretty good thrash metal. Some good shit there. <laughs> uh, f- Going through, going through. I thought I was going to be a little bit more prepared than this, but I am not. Suicide Silence and Steel Panther each come out with a new album February twenty fourth, which is pretty cool.
2: Um, uh, I I didn't, I didn't know that band was still making albums. Which one? (laughs) Steel Panther.
1: Oh yeah, they're going to make albums till they die. And then someone will. Well, and don't
2: they continually rotate members? I was going to
1: say, yeah, that band will never end. It's just going to go on <laughs> and on forever and ever. Uh, minus the Bear comes out the new album, March 3rd, along with one of my personal pussy favorites, Ed Sheeran. Um, the sh- I love Ed Sheeran. Are, are you being serious? Yeah. Yeah. Good. Because he's He's out amazing. Yeah, he's really good. <laughs> new album. Is Did the- you see his
2: cover of the Fresh Prince theme song?
1: I didn't. I'm going to have to check that out now.
2: It was... It was pretty good. Sorry, okay, go ahead.
1: <laughs> no, it's cool. That album, to finish his like weird obsession with um, math symbols, the new Ed Sheeran album is going to be the Division Sign. Huh. So, mm. I don't know, weird. Um, then, moving on from there, March 10th, you got Darkest Hour coming out with a new album, which is pretty cool. Um, the Shins are coming back with a new album, Woo-hoo. March 10th. Uh, Havoc is coming out with a new album that day. March 17th, you got Blondie and Spoon coming out with new albums. <laughs> nice. um, March 24th, my sister's birthday. Nothing, really. That's too bad. Ooh, Nelly Furtado, March 31st. I just love her. <laughs> and along with... Oh, my God, that's a good day right there. You got... Nelly Furtado, Jameer Kwai, and Mastodon all coming out with new albums on March 31st. <laughs> nice. So that's cool. Falling Universe, I don't know. They're okay. April seventh, come out with a new album. Um, now the unscheduled and like to be announced albums are where it's at. Like this is where it gets really cool because there's a lot of bands that have said that they're gonna come out with an album. They just haven't like made a date yet. So we'll just go down the list. This is still all from Wikipedia. Which they update this all the time, and I love it. Um, you got Arcade Fire, Arch Enemy, Avril Lavigne, Bad Religion, um, ah, Coldplay is coming out with another album. Danzig is coming out with an album. Depeche Mode, Exodus, Fleetwood Mac, Fergie, Five Finger Death Punch, Gorillaz, um, Katy Perry, Sweet Lil Wayne, <laughs> uh, Lord is coming out with a new. I am Lord. 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 I am Lord. <laughs> <laughs> i hope it's actually stan um the offspring is coming out the new album pretty lights quiet riot schoolboy q uh slipknot system of a down tears for fears 30 seconds to mars uh and why gene those are all the unannounced albums that haven't they haven't set a date yet so a lot of good stuff coming out of there plus the blink 182 album that i was talking about last week um yeah, I think, uh, I think that was about it. My Morning Jacket also has announced that they're going to come out with a new album. Yeah. I think that's about it. That's about it. You guys got anything else to add to the music thing? Not
2: that I no, think. that's a yeah. really long list. Yeah, that, I you covered a quite a few things.
4: Yeah,
1: I wanted to make up for last week's uh, ball dropping. <laughs> Speaking we had of a ball lot, dropping, we had a lot I was going to say, holy week. shit. <laughs> so for those of you that know us, Oh man. And those of you that don't know us, we just got a new kitty. Uh, the, uh, like the first, we had the new kitty the first. Mm-hmm. Of the year. And we were told that it was a girl the whole time. So we named it uh, Langulon.
3: Which is a boy's name anyway. But Yeah.
1: And, and Allie for short. Right. So we've been calling him Allie. I say him now because his balls <laughs> dropped this last week. <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen anything like that before. (laughs) One minute, there was nothing there. And the next minute, there was just...
3: There's balls and a dick and... Right
1: there. (laughs) It was a very interesting scene, too, because I don't think... I don't think I've ever... Looked at cat genitalia more in my life.
3: Oh yeah, well yeah. We were sitting there. And <laughs> don't was- lie. That's <laughs> yeah. not your first time. He was playing Whoa. on his back doing something. Don't call me out. Josh is like, oh my god, do you? Josh knew. Josh
2: knew right away what was happening. He was just like, I'm gonna act like I don't know what's going on here because I don't want to seem weird.
4: <laughs> like,
1: it's <laughs> not true at all. It might be a little true.
2: <laughs> Maybe.
1: Um. What else do I have going on here? So we had uh, last week's show. Oh, I did want to say I fucked up. I made a reference last week, and it was uh, it was an Abraham Lincoln skit. And I said it was from Kids in the Hall, but it is not. It is from The Whitest Kids You Know. I did want to correct uh, myself on that. Sure. Um, cause it's Wrong an, set of kids. It's, yeah, it's an amazing <laughs> skit. And there's, oh, God, if you ever watch it, look up... Um, I think it's the, the real reason Abraham Lincoln died or something like that or, or the real story behind Abraham Lincoln dying. Hilarious. Um, but why does kids, you know, not kids in the hall. So let's see. Moving on to my, I just, I, I kind of fucked up and just wrote all of my notes down on my phone and they're very unorganized. <laughs> so. Um Oh, there was some there was some new stranger things announced this last week after we uh we uh had our episode two. Um Kylie you're
3: breathing into the mic. I know, I just noticed that. Maybe it's this micro No, it's the same one I always use. Yeah. How weird is that? Maybe it's the spot. Maybe. That's really odd.
1: Kylie's breathing into the mic. <sighs> <laughs>
3: Not on purpose, but that was on purpose.
1: (laughs) What did you just send me, Jesse?
2: Um, It is the theorized next standalone Star Wars movie. Uh, It's a poster for that.
1: (laughs) Jar 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 Land. Good. Starring Jar Jar Binks and Emma Stone. I'd watch that. Yeah.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I I couldn't help myself. I think I saw it on Reddit and it was just, oh my God.
1: That's amazing. So well done. Yeah, that's good. You, should go, you <laughs> should go post that on our page. Will um, do. Have you seen... Speaking of Star Wars, just to kind of go into that, have you ever seen the oh, the time that Ewan McGregor was told what the name of Episode 2 was when he was on the red carpet? Have you ever seen that video? No. Oh, man. It's probably the funniest thing ever. He they, They're like... So what do you think of the new name, Attack of the Clones? And he just busts out laughing. He's like, whoa, whoa, really? Re-? And he like looks at the girl and he's like, <laughs> did you hear that? They, they named it Attack of the Clones. Oh, God. Wow. It was hilarious. De- That's funny. <laughs> look it up. And when we take a break, go look up the Ewan McGregor. Oh, God,
2: it's great. Definitely.
1: Because you're like, oh, man, he's already. Oh, I think he says-, he says something like, Attack of the Clones, is that better than Phantom Menace? So he's just already fucking jabbing at George Lucas <laughs> and his movies before. Yeah, that's funny. I had a, I had a good laugh. Um, so that, yeah, yeah, anyway. that's pretty great. Anyway, back to Stranger Things. Um, I just there's only really one, one thing that happened. Um, and it's that I know we didn't talk about Stranger Things a lot in the last episode because Jesse hasn't seen it yet. But for season two, they just announced <laughs> that uh, Sean Astin. Was cast as Winona Ryder's boyfriend in the show, so Samwise is gonna be gonna be helping out Winona Ryder,
2: which is cool. Don't I you like, leave I his side, care. Samwise Gamgee? <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. I'm excited though. I like him. I am, I'm excited to see what he does in that show. And just the more the stuff they keep coming out with for Stranger Things too, like they, they had a story kind of synopsis where there's gonna be a lot more into the dark world the upside-down world. So looking forward to that for sure. Um, Let me see. Notes, notes, notes. Oh, yes, and the video game that I wanted to talk about that I completely spaced, Injustice 2. (sighs) I am so excited to play another fighting game with all superheroes, and especially this one because just from the trailer alone, it looks like the gameplay is going to be great, and the graphics obviously are out of this world, and just the the storyline looks really sweet so definitely excited for injustice too jesse have you seen anything about that yet
2: um i haven't but the first game was pretty amazing and it really scratched a lot of itches that i had to play game wise like that was just an enjoyable game all the way around <laughs> for sure
1: and i think that's why i'm most anticipated for it because the first one was just so much fun it's like i'd still play a dc versus mortal kombat game they made a sequel to that. I totally play it. The first one was still yeah. fun. I, I don't care how many people, you know, trashed it. It was still a lot of fun. <laughs> and now it's only like 10 bucks at GameStop, so shit. I know what we're getting next week. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I think that was it for my catching up on last week. Um let's see. So I have this really cool article that I wanted to talk about. Kind of have a little bit of a a fun little what would you do discussion Um, I was reading I don't know how legit this is or you know how how true it is it comes from Anonymous everybody knows who Anonymous is the the uh, hacker group that always releases quote unquote releases information to the public Um, and they just released uh, it's it's on their website but they just posted this article about a cia document that confirms the reality of humans with special abilities able to do impossible things um that's the name of the headline so if you ever want to go search that you can <laughs> the link will also be in the show notes <laughs> um but basically the cia released a shit ton of information to the public um due to the freedom of information act and so I think it, anonymous must do nothing but go through all these billions of documents and just see what they can find because there's always so much crazy shit they dig up. And this is one of the crazy stories. Um, basically, in the just a quick rundown in the 70s and 80s um, in China, they were oh man, they were they were doing these experiments on this on this boy that could move things with his mind basically. And it went on for years, like they did it for years, and it was consistent. The kid could do it, you know, for as long as they could tell. Um, And along with that, there's, there's all these other reports of same sort of, you know, quote unquote special human beings. I, for one, am super stoked about that. I hope that they can find some sort of pill to give me superpowers or shot to give me superpowers. But I want to hear your guys' <laughs> thoughts on this. Kylie, I want to start with you. Like, what do you think about people having superpowers and, and like, if if that's a good thing or a bad thing?
3: I think that, you know, people having superpowers, especially with like telekinesis, has been, you know, a song as old as Rhyme, you know what I mean? Um, Man, I just, I think that's just really incredible and it's really insane and I could, I could really see how that could be plausible, especially with, you know, in all sorts of ancient religions, ancient, you know, cultures and stuff like that. Have you know, the opening your third eye has always been like a thing and they talk about, you know, how the dreams, you know, the third eye and you can, the telekinesis you comes from that, that place, up. you know, and it's, yeah. I think it's like, what is it in your hippocampus? Like... What's this? Oh, it's uh, the pineal gland. That's what it is, the pineal gland, um, okay. and that's you know kind of like it, I think that's what produces like DMT and stuff like that. The one
1: that gives you dreams. Basically. Exactly. Yeah. yeah.
3: Um, so I could see how that could totally be a thing, but I think that would be incredibly hard to kind of unlock that, and that's why a lot you know it doesn't exist in everyday life.
1: <laughs> right. So then, what what would you think about like with people with powers? Would you be scared like if people started coming up like with say fucking Captain America type powers or you know those kind of superheroes like What what god I would be so stoked
3: (laughs) Honestly, I think that I would be kind of scared because the whole like think about (laughs) X-Men That like whole thing just kind of scares the crap out of me that like there's good and bad ones and like they're fucking insane and like You know, one can single handedly destroy the entire earth. Like, there's, I think that humans in general just have a lot of them have really bad intentions. And <laughs> I, I think agree. that it could be um, unleashed in a very terrible way. So
1: that's it. all right. Yeah. That's okay. Jesse, what are your thoughts on this here? Same, same questions to you as well.
2: Um, I was always of the thought that if anybody were to figure out that they could do something like that, like they had, you know, some sort of ability. Ninety-nine point nine 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 percent of people would probably not tell anybody, and they would just use that to their own advantage. Like, you think so? I think personally,
3: the nature they would try to. Brag, I mean, you know,
2: I mean it. De- it would depend on the person, and it would depend on the ability, right. but. If there's a way to use whatever your ability is to your advantage, then why not just go through your entire life skating instead of, you know, causing trouble for yourself and everybody around you? Like, I'm sure at some point, if, you know, if it's a possibility that it's like a genetic mutation or, you know, once some, some percentage of the population ends up with it,
1: How long then have you you, known think, you were a
2: statistically... Well, yeah, like you would think statistically at some point, somebody with like a predisposition towards like sociopathic tendencies would also end up with something like this. But the odds for that would be astronomical, I would think. Right. And a lot of people would point to the evidence of it never having happened as evidence that it won't happen. But I wouldn't go that far. I'm just saying, like, it's a very unlikely set of circumstances to begin with. So then, um,
1: so then let me let me ask you this: um, if if this was like a real thing, what what kind of what kind of superpower would you want to have? Why and would you tell anybody?
2: I mean, if you don't if you don't say flight or like telekinesis, telepathy, then you're just wrong because like. <laughs> Because flight <laughs> flight is the end all, right? Like, okay, it doesn't matter now. Like, oh, I'll be at work in two minutes. <laughs> Don't worry. Yeah. Or, you know, like, oh, man, something, I forgot something, you know, in California and I just happened to be in Idaho.
1: <laughs> well, it's not really a problem. I'll just, like, flap my wings real quick. Yeah. What about you Kyle? Well, you I would assume, you know, you if want. you can just oh, fly. <laughs> right. Sorry, I keep the, the delay. I just will. So, no, crazy. no, you're good.
2: <laughs> so the other thing the other thing would be you would have to pick like mind control or telekinesis because then you could just go to the bank and be like i need a loan for five hundred thousand dollars with the zero percent interest come on you and would ask like for a, a one thousand year term
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: you're gonna turn around well, go no, to that vault and still... give me the money yes sir
2: no 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 because <laughs> you still want to maintain the illusion of legitimacy you don't You're want gonna, some guy get at the bank paperwork. getting fired because he, yeah. If this guy gets fired, they're gonna look into it and be like, "Why is all this money missing?" And then they're gonna watch his videotapes and they're gonna be like, "Who's this guy he's talking to?" And then he just stands up and walks to the vault. <laughs> if you have it, if you have it look legitimate at least, then you know okay. he can just say he messed up the paperwork or something. Yeah, all right. <laughs> I have no idea. This isn't happening. the first time I've thought about this. I can tell. <laughs> yeah, I can
1: see real. that. Um, Kylie, what about you? What superpower would you want to have?
3: I would pick. Put-
1: if you don't say flight or, or telekinesis, you're wrong. Don't forget.
3: All right, that's what I was going to say. I, <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't pick either of those things. I mean, the flying thing would obviously be super badass. Um, but I would actually pick um, only with the stipulation that I could be able to turn it off and on whenever I wanted. Oh, God. But mind reading. And That's the same
1: thing. as That's what you're saying telekinesis well not yeah, necessarily so telekinesis mind,
3: could be like, i said mind
1: reading or telekinesis yeah, see, but yeah.
3: okay sure and i wouldn't want to like change people's intentions but i would like to know them know what they think exactly <laughs>
1: to help the yeah you know i it, see that
3: so i think that that's probably what i would pick but a, a flying would probably be a close second i mean that's pretty badass
1: i just want to be wolverine
3: okay
2: that's it <laughs> but that's That's like saying I want to have several superpowers, though. Like, granted, you know, his only real innate one is the healing, but like,
1: no, see, this is where you you would also want to
2: because I just so would (laughs) just Wolverine. Well, but like, would you (laughs) want to, would you want to also go through the surgery and get the claws and do all the other stuff and like the memory wipes? Like,
1: do you want to be that actual guy? If if you just want the the memory (laughs) wipes, I wouldn't do the memory wipes. Nah, man. I could live without those, but those <laughs> are those are a lot from more from the movies, aren't they? There wasn't a lot of memory wiping in the comics, was there? I
2: guess there probably. Was. Well, I mean, yeah. not a lot of it, but it still happened. I mean, he Weapon right. X lies in videotape storyline was all about you know what they did to his brain.
1: <laughs> yeah, I just I would like to be Wolverine before he got the surgery. I guess just like mm. just you know timid old Logan that could regenerate and just kind of do whatever he wanted and had bone claws to fuck people up when they fucked with him. I think, I think, yeah. a valid point. I think that, yeah. That's what it is right there. All right. (laughs) So if you're not Wolverine or flying or have mind control, you're fucking wrong.
2: (laughs) That's that's all there is to it. Um, What are you doing with your super-powered life?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. No, but, um, just with this whole article i i would be super interested to see you know that actually happen in the future and just see what would happen you know it would obviously be the next step in evolution and would it would it be like a a magneto scenario where he's like you know we're the fucking we're the top dogs we're gonna kill all the humans and only the mutants will survive like you know, is it going to be something like that, or right?
3: Well, the crazy thing is that it, it is not likely, but it is plausible. You know, there For could sure. be some sort of mutation, or you know, like the, the anciently, you know, the Buddhist monks, or
1: or the or the on the flip side, is there, Could it be an alien? You know, if there's an alien that comes down from from space and has powers, sure, yeah. that would be cool too. But then, how would people react to that? That I, I did like Man of Steel because of that, like the new Superman movies. I really liked how they introduced the like human aspect of "fuck you" for saving us. <laughs> but maybe one day, maybe one day we'll
2: fear of the unknown.
1: Yeah, I know it's so sad. I just want aliens. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's see. Um. <clears throat> I think we'll move on from that little topic. If anyone if anyone out there that's listening wants to give us your opinion on what superpowers you would like, please tweet us at TwistMyArmcast or send us a message on Facebook. Let us know. Let us know what your superpower would be if you could have one.
3: Even if it's wrong. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Even if it's... Something stupid like controlling metal. That's okay. Yeah.
3: See, and that would just be—that would also be kind of cool. Um, it'd Be my first choice, but I mean, it's still a superpower.
2: Yeah. Don't le- don't legitimize lame superpowers.
3: <laughs> I know this is a very serious topic, guys. <laughs>
1: You're damn right, it is. <laughs> Jesus. Um, let's move on to our uh, our food food topic. So, Good. Kylie and I visited. A little place called Illegal Pizza this week. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Kylie, why don't you tell us about this place? What it is? Where you can go for it?
3: Yeah. Well, first of all, it's one of my favorite places ever.
1: What it? What, what does it serve there?
3: Um, it's kind of like uh, Qdoba or like Chipotle style. They've got you can make uh, tacos and burritos and burrito bowls. I, th- they, I think they actually do like breakfast burritos there too. They do with like chorizo and bacon and stuff like that. I they think do. they have they have fish options, which is really neat. Um, my favorite thing about there is first of all the queso. (laughs) That's really just kind of what makes or breaks the meal there. But um, I think it's really neat because they try to they kind of followed in the footsteps of Chipotle. Um, and the fact that they tried to like have quality ingredients and like don't abuse their animals. You know that the farms that they get their meat from and all
1: natural, all that shit.
3: Exactly. But uh, one of the things that I did learn um today actually is that they. Kind of have like at some of their locations, they have live music and stuff like that. And they they even have their own um, record label and stuff. Yes. And they have this program where they feed, it's like uh, Feed the Starving Artists or something like that. So people who are rolling through, you can get free food at Illegal Pete's. Because, mm-hmm. you know, people who have been on tour know that it can be pretty expensive. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are quite a few locations. There's one in DTC. There's one um, by in the DU area. I think there's one in Lodo.
1: I actually have it up all up right now. And I think there. there's
3: one in Tucson, Arizona, actually. Um, but I think there's only one. In, I think it's a Colorado. It's a Colorado. It's thing,
1: definitely so. a Colorado chain. And the one you're talking about with the music, the place music is on South Broadway.
3: Okay. Yeah. They have it's the one that that has the patio.
1: It's like Broadway and Alameda, basically. They have
3: a huge patio. It's
1: super fun. I've been to a couple shows over there. Lots of fun. Um, You get good food and good, you know, pretty decently priced drinks. Yeah. And some good music. And yeah, they do. They do have their own little kind of promotional label. Um, They do a lot of shows at Red Rocks, and uh, have a lot of big bands roll through. Yeah. And um, and yeah, that's the like you were saying the special with the you know giving bands food when they're on tour is excellent that, uh, that's, yeah, that's it's really cool. super helpful for you know for bands there's not a lot of places that'll do that but well, especially on. for any old any old fucking right. shmo band that's coming through right well, we're fucking boys 12 and we could really use some food boys that's cool 12. man you know, on tour
3: um, but Legal Pete's is just really <laughs> incredible food. You can really taste the difference between the quality of their stuff. Um, not bashing any of the other places. I love those other places too, but you can—they're just a little bit different. They have their own little flair on it, and I would totally recommend going there.
1: <laughs> they have a good vibe. I really like their vibe. The people that work there are really cool.
3: Yeah, and they have—they have bars over there, and they—I think they do have a lot of local craft beers and stuff, and yeah, happy hours and
1: yeah, and you don't see a lot of shitty things happening at, at an Illegal Pete's, you know?
3: Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, totally. And they're, uh, honestly, the people there, um, are the 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 crowd is actually kind of neat. Um, sometimes they're kind of hipstery, but all sorts of walks of life come in there, and it's always a pretty nice, generally happy vibe, so.
1: For sure. Jesse, have you ever been to Illegal Pete's? I have not. Hmm. You should definitely check that out next time you come out here. Totally. They probably
2: don't have <coughs> one in the know. Yeah, North. I will. I'm we haven't right been now. up to Denver for a while so.
1: No, we need to do that live episode here soon too. Yes. Oh, look at that. There's an illegal pizza um right next to CSU. Interesting. It is on Mountain Avenue. Mountain in, uh, Mountain and basically uh Jefferson Street, you know, um you remember where uh you had that little birthday party, Jesse, down down there? I think me and uh, Ben came up and visited. Yeah, yeah, it. it's right in there. Oh, okay. Go check it out sometime. It's definitely delicious if you Super like burritos.
3: And the, you know the um, it's actually pretty comparable on price due to some of the other places, and it's it's really decent. I think so. it's a
1: little bit better in price, to be honest with you. Well, I think it's a little bit cheaper.
3: Uh, the one thing that they do that um, another place, or that they don't do that another place does is they um they do charge extra for queso and guac and stuff like that, which is fine, you know. Um, but it really, honestly, if you get some of the extra stuff, it's still pretty, um, comp- comparable to the other places, so.
1: For sure. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that'll, uh, wrap up the little food episode, the kind of, like, local thing. I want to do that every week. Yeah. At this point, I want to go, I think... This week we need to go check out Cochino Taco.
3: Oh gosh! Well, actually, this coming up week we're going to Liqueur Art Bar. Oh, that's right. So perhaps the next one we'll go to Cochino. Okay. I would love. I still really want to try that place so bad, uh. and I also want to try um, the Post.
1: Okay. Yeah, yeah.
3: Um, but I heard I actually asked somebody today if anybody had tried it because I've been hearing really good things, and I guess every time this person drives by, it is just packed and has never been able to get a seat there. So. Oh, okay. One of these days we'll have to brave the the crowd the store yeah <laughs>
1: yeah um, but yeah so, so we're gonna try out a new restaurant every single week um, and talk about it on the show and you know give our opinion on it and hopefully we don't get food poisoning from these places um, yes but if you guys have any sort of recommendations for a restaurant definitely let us know <coughs> Again, Twitter at twist of my arm cast yeah, let us know any restaurants you'd want us to go check out Seriously,
3: whether it's hole in the wall or if it's kind of upscale if it if it's this place that you work like let us know
1: hell yeah we shall do it um so moving on from there oh this is gonna be kind of a short episode i think guys which is fine it's okay
4: There's right nothing now. wrong with that
5: yeah, yeah. I'm okay, with that.
3: The person I was telling about the podcast today was checking out our stuff and he's like, "Dang, you guys are cranking out 3-hour episodes." <laughs> and I'm like, "Every week, homie
1: <laughs> Yeah. I mean, and it's it is nice. We have had a couple episodes that aren't 3 hours long, yeah. you know, maybe an hour and a half, 2 hours long, which is which is good. Yeah. Um So, yeah. But let's uh let's take a break. Um kind of gather our thoughts. Uh we'll play some music. I, I never know what I'm going to play, so I'm not even going to try. But we will be right back. <laughs> Very short thing. I've been
5: playing with an ocean Trying to get it just right Trying to get it just right Never ending like the ocean Trying to get it just right Trying to get it just right Down my shadow, trying to get it just right. Try, trying to get it just right. Hear the ringing, my heart beating, and the rush of unit first. Give me one chance, baby tonight, baby tonight, and we can go past the weather. Give me one chance, baby tonight, let's see how we flow together. In all my life, I've been searching for the answer, the answer. Buried deep inside, trying to hold on to, hold on to, nothing at all. Waiting, waiting for affection So divided, my attention In the chances of the great unknown Give me one chance, baby, tonight Baby, tonight And we can roll past the weather Give me one chance, baby, tonight to see how we flow In a shipwreck
1: Back to the Twist Modern Podcast. We are refreshed from our mini little break. Oh, this episode has been so hard.
3: (laughs) Excruciatingly long. (laughs) Oh, it's
1: just the worst. (laughs) Um, So, Jesse, take us away into this next segment
2: here the Star Wars Episode 8 segment. So, basically. Man, so much, so much. So, of course, this last week there was the reveal of the Star Wars Episode Eight title, and it is the Last Jedi. Now, if somehow you haven't seen The Force Awakens or the or Rogue One, I don't know how that's possible, but just be aware that from here on out, both of those movies are probably going to get completely spoiled. Weird. Um, <laughs> yeah, just wrecked. So. Um, immediately that title, The Last Jedi caused some discussion right I was gonna, away I was gonna say, we'll go let's, over that
1: let's, let's talk about that, that's the first that's like the biggest reveal of the week um, we
2: will and we'll start there um, but um, just overall we're going to go ahead and talk about that and then we're going to give some theories on who we think Ray's parents are uh, and then we'll take some thoughts on a possible plot for episode 8 maybe take a guess at title 9 and you know anything else that josh feels like throwing in since he (laughs) is the resident lore master so let's start there with that title the last jedi um a lot of people are asking things like is jedi referring to one person because the word jedi can be singular or plural Mm -hmm. um things like that um but let's just let's just start by saying we're 100 percent sure that this refers explicitly to Luke Skywalker.
1: Well, and the reason we are one hundred percent sure is because it says it directly in the Force Awakens opening crawl. Um, right, li- if you if it you, refers if you, to him as the last Jedi, Luke Skywalker. It refers to him at the end, comma, yeah, as the, as the last, last Jedi. Jedi, comma blah blah blah. So right there's already a dead giveaway that Luke Skywalker is probably the last Jedi, but and the, the additionally
2: whole, uh, when. Sorry, when God. Supreme Leader Snoke is um, berating Kylo Ren for allowing the Resistance to get the map, he says something along the lines of "Now they can find the Last Jedi." Oh, so right. that's right. He does Luke is referred to that as explicitly twice, at least. So and, and, we're well, going to go ahead and just say that's who the Last Jedi is. It's also in,
1: uh, <laughs> it's it's in Return of the Jedi. Yoda says it. You know, as soon as I'm after right. I'm gone, the Last Jedi you will be. So. Exactly. It's it's there's no fucking possible way that it's anybody else. But Luke Skywalker, uh, <laughs> I I just don't I don't see it happening. I mean, I guess I guess Ray, if, if she becomes a Jedi, okay. could be the last Jedi. But then again, like, so here's, is it, is it going to be Ray and Luke? That's what I'm kind of wondering is like, since it could be plural is it going to be the last the jedi? Thing, well, Ray and Luke? I'm know.
3: sad because it sounds so dismal. Like <laughs> <laughs> you know, like this is the end. <laughs> this is
1: supposed to be the most dismal movie of the new trilogy. Oh gosh. It's it's ju- it's setting the tone so, like the like Empire Strikes Back
2: did sure. where it's going to be just fucking all out. Oh, it's going to be fantastic. Okay. <laughs> so even if even if at some point um somebody else were to become the last jedi, like if Ray gets trained and then she's the last Jedi or whatever, that could be possible. Like that title could move to somebody else, but for right now and for the purpose of the title of the movie and of our discussion, the last Jedi is Luke Skywalker.
1: Definitely. And also
2: like that's Disney that's who
1: that is. has posted, <laughs> um, I believe is maybe it was actually star Wars that posted this on Twitter. Um, it's they said it's official Star Wars The Last Jedi is the next chapter of the Skywalker saga. So they're referring right. to episodes one through nine as the Skywalker saga, which kinda leads me to believe that maybe this maybe Skywalker is yes, the last Jedi, but maybe Ray's gonna form a new type of uh like like force user group. Like the First Order, or I'm so, right, uh, like sorry, how the Knights of, the Knights of Ren right. is kind of like the new exactly. Sith. What is Rey gonna create, or or Finn, even? I mean, any of those, any of those people could really because I mean, what Finn wielded the lightsaber, he did okay. I mean, yeah, Rey <laughs> was forced to pull it towards her, and she's obviously the clear choice to be the next Jedi, but like <laughs> it could be really anyone, and I'm really excited to see where they go with that and and if they decide to kill off the jedi race as like as a whole and they just get rid of that whole thing what are they going to do after that to to combat the knights of ren so so that's where so that i mean
2: the title yeah the title leads directly into um discussion of the plot um of episode eight because if that's the main character and it's the next step of the Skywalker saga, then what is the movie going to be about? Um, just knowing what you know from The Force Awakens and Rogue One, Kylie, what do you what would you guess would be the basic plot of Episode Eight?
3: Honestly, I <laughs> I don't know enough about Star Wars to make a intelligent or complete thought.
1: So this is this is why I want to do this. I want you to just be that know-it-all not know anything Star Wars guy. Yeah. Just be that person. What's going to happen in Episode 8?
3: Um <laughs> I don't know. I I got I got <laughs> nothing. I mean, I did see The Force Awakens um, a couple times. Um I don't know. I think it like a lot of the th- like there's going to be a lot of reveals on things that people have been questioning. You know, but I don't know if that's going to be in the next movie, or the third. You know, so well, right, the, third I, of the trilogy, of course. No
1: I man. agree with you. There's going to be at least a reveal yeah. on something, and it's most likely going to be that Finn is Lando's son. Okay. Because. <laughs> Because <laughs> Disney can't help but be racist.
3: Well, we probably won't find out who like Ray's parents are until like the very, very last. Like, oh, seven. I
1: mean, it, it'll be like the very end of episode eight, or the ver- you know, like the middle of episode nine. But I'm assuming that we're gonna figure it out in episode eight if they're gonna continue the trend of the original trilogy. For sure. Because that's when you found out. And the second one is when you found out that Vader was Luke's dad. Okay. So this is gonna be one word.
3: Well, and then that—that that, that, I would think that they would do that then in the next one because if they're—they've yeah. all—they've been kind of keeping with a lot of trends. It's gonna,
1: fucking Captain Phasma is gonna be Ray's mom. She's gonna be like, <laughs> Ray, <laughs>
3: I am your mother. I am your mother. <laughs>
1: That's what's gonna happen? Here's your silver suit. Join me. Together,
5: <laughs> we can.
1: <laughs> so
4: <your> <laughs>
2: interestingly interestingly i was watching those special features for the force awakens and they said that the captain phasma design came from one of the rejected kylo ren designs yes that's pretty cool that's very cool
1: um i agree they oh man i really liked captain phasma's like her whole outfit her whole facade i guess you would say i was really disappointed that they used her and i really hope I mean, Gwendolyn Christie is, you know, obviously cast for episode eight, so I'm really hoping that they use her more and kind of show why yeah. she's a badass, like everyone says. I don't want her to be the next Boba Fett and just, you know, get fucking thrown into a Sarlacc pit. <laughs> and that's it. I, I want it to be more. I want her to, to show us. <laughs> um, Let's see. I, I did want to say about the title. This is... um. If you If you put them together, right? so if you put the two of the new ones no. together, no, 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 yeah, here it is <laughs> so Go ahead. it says it looks like it's forming a sentence. I okay, look, I noticed this immediately the second the fucking new title was released, I was like, oh my God, that's a fucking sentence. What's the last thing gonna be? Because it starts with it would start with the Force awakens, the last Jedi what? blank hmm. fill in the blank basically i didn't realize that, that was i didn't realize that that was so hard for people to figure out though because you know i've been listening to listen to other podcasts and i I talk to other people and stuff and get their opinions and whatever and a lot of people were like oh yeah i guess that kind of makes sense
4: huh and i'm, I'm just, really stoked.
1: Uh, sorry I, I just wanted to say i'm really stoked that disney is doing that because it's a really fucking cool way of making a
2: complete story you know So, personally, I just, I don't think that's what's happening. Um, I I see that it's possible, and I'm not going to say it's not happening, but just because it fits, just because the first two fit that way, I don't think that necessarily means that there is going to be, like, you know, The Force Awakens, The Last Jedi, so he can help everybody. Like, the problem is that that last, well, that last, Yeah, that title is going to have – that last title is going to have to be really heavy on the exposition to make that a a meaningful sentence. Um, And they only have three words to do
1: it, so it's going to be hard to do that.
2: Or, you know, three words and some prepositions. But they don't (laughs) – they they never really have done that um, in the other trilogies, you know? So it it just feels – I'm not saying it's not possible again. I just, it feels like it would be kind of a strange thing for them to tack on, especially because it's star Wars, man. Both of the movies have made over a billion dollars. Like they don't need anything they don't need anything extra. All they need is the name. Like, so, so cool. to me, it's, it's just kind of probably a coincidence that it sounds like they're starting a sentence. Um, I just I I mean it's possible, but I mean there's I can't think of anything that would go in that last space to make it like a complete intelligible sentence. You know what I mean?
3: Well John, uh, you had a couple
1: like I well theories. I think it was like what was one that I had? It was something The Force Awakens The Last Jedi Out of Darkness.
4: Or something was one that
1: things. I had. Okay. Which would be a pretty cool mm. title for the last one, Star Wars Out of Darkness. It'd be like you know cuz it'd be like coming out of the the end of episode 8 which i feel like is going to be really devastating to the new republic and the resistance i think something crazy and it would happen. be a nice
2: it would be a nice jab at star trek yeah. oh yeah <laughs> into that's darkness. True. i didn't
1: even think about that
4: huh damn
2: yeah
1: it, <laughs> damn it They're fucking Trekkies always um, my fucking shit <laughs> <laughs> yeah
2: logic is a powerful tool and uh, often a cruel mistress yeah um <laughs> <laughs> so even so but i mean even you know if they put something if the, the point is i think they might have to dumb it down so far to make something fit there yeah that I- it would be like counterproductive like the brand is as strong as it has ever been arguably stronger so there's i would think that they're going to take minimal risks as far as um i don't know
1: I think that they've like, already taken minimal risks. I don't know, because like I would have thought that name.
2: before I saw... Well, and I would have... Yeah, probably. But I would have thought they'd take min- minimal risks before I saw Rogue One. I was surprised oh, and yeah, impressed that true. they allowed that movie to play out how it did. So that's what I'm saying. It's not impossible that they're putting together a sentence, but it just... To me, it's it's already got a title, and it's The Skywalker Saga. Right. So this, this, this last movie is going to have some... Honestly, I really think the last movie is going to be called the Next Generation. It'll be called Star Wars: The Next Generation, oh and it will be God. about how it'll be about how Ray is, you know, setting up her Jedi school or whatever it's going to be called, and she's no. going to start this new <laughs> thing of, of Jedi. But no. Um, my po- no, no, not not obviously not. But my point <laughs> is like the the last title is going to either have to close this story out or it's going to have to set the next story up. So yeah. that would leave their sentence very open-ended at the end of it, I would think.
1: the You know, the only thing about this title is that it's not the first time that it's been used in Star Wars lore either. Um, there's actually a novel written by Michael Reeves um, and Maya Catherine called The Last Jedi. It came out... Hmm. February twenty sixth, two thousand thirteen. No, it's about um, Jax Paven. He's the last knight around to fight the dark side. Um, basically, I'll give you the I'll give you the summary. Ever since Palpatine's Order sixty six, which called for the execution of all Jedi, Jax is the last knight around to fight the dark side of the Force. Together with his droid I five, Jax has eluded Vader time and time again. All the while, re- wreaking havoc against the Empire through the underground resistance on Coruscant. But now the Rebels' leader on the city planet has been captured and it's up to the last Jedi to ride again, possibly for one final adventure. Hmm. Um, this came out in 2013. So it was... God, it was... It had Just to, it before was, the canon yeah, reset. Yeah, um, because Disney bought Star Wars in 2013 in like August, I think. It was either August or October. And so this book is okay. probably the last one to come out as far as the... Old extended universe, Um, and then there's there's another one too. Um, It's not the same thing, but it's called the last of the last of the Jedi, and that was an old series. Um, It was a series of books. It had let me see. uh, It had ten books, Um, and it was a span. Looks like it went all the way from. Obi Wan, like young, younger Obi Wan, all the way up to Luke Skywalker. Huh. So, and I mean that one's called the Last of the Jedi. It's not, you know, the Last Jedi, but still, it's definitely not this the the first time that this has been
2: used. Um,
3: There's
1: also a comic. It's it's interesting that the concept
2: Yeah, and it's interesting that the concept is basically the same. Like, there's a Dark Force user just trying to hunt down the last Jedi-type user of right. the Force so that they can either reset the Force or unbalance or whatever it is their goal is. Yeah, um, that, so it's interesting that thing. that's basically I the same I know, structure. I don't
1: know what the fucking goal is here. What's the, what is... Oh God, I wish that they would release more with the, the 30-year gap you know we have a yeah, right know now but there's not a I lot I need to know on. who
2: the knights of ren are like oh
1: yeah it would be so nice what is to their
2: have deal any sort of uh and is is Kylo a rank or is it just like his name and then they gave him ren cuz he's from the ren, knights of ren like ren
1: is the rank ren, ren is like you know when you become from what i know it's you become a, a knight of ren
2: um, and I believe right.
1: like Ren was an old Dark Force user. And so this, they would this, all this like be... A, they like worship... Oh, let me see if I can find it here.
2: So they would all have names like Gimbo Ren and, you know, Bobby Ren and <laughs> whatever their names would be. Yeah,
1: yeah something <laughs> like that. But then again, I mean, Kylo Ren was Ben Solo. So right. where would where would Kylo fit into that? It's it's basically like, like Darth... Plagueis or darth vader you know they just kind of okay that has to do with with you know something whatever it is that, that whatever kylo means and anything like vader meant father so obviously that was the the catch to that um
2: so kylo ren would be like master of ren or leader yeah, of ren or yeah whatever gotcha yeah.
1: although i do believe that Spoiler alert, Benicio del Toro. I believe his character is going to be higher up in the Knights of Ren than Kylo is. Right. And that he's going to be the one to train. There's a lot of predictions here with this. Um, <laughs> I There's a thing that I was reading about that, that kind of seemed legit. I don't remember exactly where the site was or where this article came from, but it was saying that Snoke could be the dark side ghost of Anakin. Basically, when Anakin died, he was split into two ghosts because he was so powerful. A dark side ghost named Snoke and a light side ghost that was still in the form of Anakin. And so hmm. that, the way that Disney is going to explain why fucking Hayden Christensen is in Return of the Jedi now as a ghost is because that was the last time he was a pure Jedi. Was when he was so Hayden Christensen, and so then the the new Snoke, like Snoke. If you look at Snoke and you compare him to what Darth Vader looked like with the helmet off, it's v- creepily, right. creepily similar. Um, and and hmm. that's that's a pretty that's, that's a pretty sweet. I mean, it's not it wouldn't be hard to explain to like you know the the people that aren't very familiar with stuff or don't you know the layman. I guess it'd be easy to explain to the simple people, you know. <laughs> He died, and his body right, yeah. split into two, like a dark side and a light side. So, blah blah blah. Um, I thought it was a pretty yeah, cool and that would I mean
2: theory, that would be a good illustration visually of the two sides. Um, that's an interesting theory. I don't think I've heard that one. No,
1: um, I, I just read it. A, a lot of right the. Now.
2: I've also the one I hear the most is that it's uh Palpatine, and he somehow survived his fall th- through I the really, power shaft or really something like that. that.
1: They did that too much in the old extended universe. They brought Palpatine back like fucking six times
2: and it's just man. Well, and like I said, <laughs> like I said, um I don't remember which show it was, but JJ Abrams is not above directly lying about who the characters are. Oh, I know. So,
1: he's done Keep it that in mind
2: that ever. He always does that. Yeah. Just uh, keep that in mind. No <laughs> oh, shit.
1: Let me see what is coming out.
5: Uh, where's it at?
1: Oh, here we go. Um, what was next on here with this? Uh, so, sorry, I didn't mean to. So, with this down.
2: <laughs> no, no, you're good. So, with um, so with that, what, Josh? What do you think is going to be? Okay, so to answer, you know, the plot, you know, and the plot discussion. Let's start with who you think Ray's parents are, because that's going to be pretty integral to the plot of the next two movies i would imagine right
1: do you want the long or short answer
2: (laughs) well let's see do you want to do that first or do you want to give me your episode eight plot guess first
1: plot guess as in like what's gonna happen yeah oh man you don't want that i'm just gonna ruin the whole movie I did that. You're my, sure that you have it all figured out. I did that to my old roommate, and he he punched me when Han Solo died because I told him that's what was going to
2: happen. <laughs> that's funny. I, that I held him for me, a though. long
1: time, and then on the way to the theater, I was like, you know, Han's going to die, right? And he was like, "Fuck you!" I was like, "No, I'm serious. <laughs> just wait." And like, think it, about it. <laughs> and then in the movie, it happens. He punches me, and I just I didn't even really notice because I was so enthralled. But yeah. I mean, I so uh, my so it, my plot predictions. I guess you know it's going to start on on the where they left off, right on that little Jedi Temple Island thing. Um, according uh, two. to yeah, th- yeah, there it is. According to Ryan Johnson, he said that that's where it starts. So I will take him, you know, by his word. He's not J. J. Abrams. I don't have any reason to think he's lying. <laughs> 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 so we're starting there, and I believe it's just going to start right I, I think I think it's just going to be what Luke says as soon as Ray's handing him the lightsaber he's going to be very very now is that going to
2: be do you think he's just going to be like okay here's who you are this is why you're here or is he going to be like alright don't ask any questions let's start some training
1: <laughs> I would be very surprised if they just were like in the first five minutes like here's Ray's parents it's Poe Dameron he, he's her brother that's my prediction Um. (laughs) um, way to sneak that in there I'd be super surprised if they just were like yeah here it is there you go right, on to the movie but then again another side of me wouldn't be surprised because it would just be like here's the reveal fucking get over it let's get on with the show right I just don't know though because there's so many people that like when that reveal happens they're gonna have to take it in it's gonna it's gonna I think it's gonna be some sort of huge reveal where they have to really let it sink in and so it it most likely would be at the end of the movie.
2: Um, So, so at the end of um, episode seven, um, Snoke tells Hux to uh, gather up Kylo Ren and bring him to him to finish his training. Correct? Yes. Yes. So, so the training, um, what, what would be, what would that be for somebody like me who couldn't guess at what that phrase might mean? (laughs) What does he mean by finish your training? Uh, like he's going to become a high rank that's, guy a, now? Or? That's a
1: good question because we don't know what a Ren is. Mm. We like that's true. We know what a Darth is. We know that. So Bat if it were a Sith, we know Lord, if it were so, a Sith.
2: If it were a Sith, he'd have to kill the old apprentice, right?
1: Um, either the old apprentice or the master. Right. So one of them. Yeah, and it, and if if Kylo Ren is really trying to be like Darth Vader, he might try and follow the Sith Order and, you know, try and kill his master or something. Which, right.
2: Yeah, it seems the Knights Knights of Ren is a name that would seem to indicate that there are more than two, like there would be with the Sith.
1: Well, that's in uh, in Luke's, or sorry, in Ray's vision in Force Awakens, you see the Knights of Ren. Right. Th- there's like eight of them, ten of them or something like that. And that's just the one little battalion of the knights, you know? I, I, from what right. I understand, and, they're everywhere.
2: And um, in that particular scene, doesn't Kylo save her from one of the Knights of Ren?
1: Uh it yes. It seems it seems that way. It seems like they're. Or well, that's what really it. Yeah, that's how it appears from a
2: certain point of view.
1: Yeah, from a certain point of view. Oh, that was fantastic. <laughs> You're welcome. Um, yes, it do, it does seem like that. And that was I. I can't remember if we talked about that yet, but there was a theory about that whole vision with Rey that it's past, present, future, kind of, mm. in a way. So she sees her past right. where she gets left on Jakku. And then um, she saw, oh, what was the present? The present was like Luke Skywalker with R2-D2. Um, right. and that scene is supposed to symbolize yeah, him giving R2-D2 the map. And like filling R two D two in on the plan of what what what's gonna happen, you know, and then right. the, the future was the scene where you see you know Kylo Ren and all the knights in the rain, and you see like one of the guys in a in, in the weird uh, helmet. I cannot remember that character's name. It was it was a character that they sold a lot of toys for, but was not wasn't in the movie. <laughs> 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 they really like to do that. Um, But it it looks like Kylo Ren's, you know, the the dude is going to kill Rey and Kylo Ren comes in and just shanks him and saves her. So the theory to that is um, Snoke sends the Knights of Ren to the Last Jedi Temple to to get Rey. But one of them tries to, like, kill her or hurt her and he saves her. And then she starts to fall in love with him. (laughs) <laughs> that's, that's, well, a theory. That that's a, a theory really ma- <laughs> It's yeah. it's it's a weird theory that I um have read on a on a couple of different occasions where because he saves her she starts to think that he's good or starts to kind of like fall for him in a way and so she decides to f- mm. follow him as well and kind of learn from him oh, I see. it's it's a very strange I I'd have to look it up find that whole thing it's a little convoluted but it was interesting um, to to hear the, the theory about the the future and what's going to happen. Um,
2: right. So personally, for me, that would be really weird because I think that um, Ray and Ren are siblings, uh, and you're one of those would, I mean guys. That, <laughs> So the, that yes, would, that, tie, would weird. that would tie <laughs> well that would tie well into the old. Uh, cliche of Star Wars having brothers and sisters hook up and not know it. <laughs> you know? <laughs> sure, so it, sure. it, it, it,
1: They're doing their best game not make impression.
2: That, <laughs> yeah, it wouldn't make it impossible and it wouldn't make it out of place, but I just... I don't think that's the direction they would go with it. Um yeah. I just... I want... I know Daisy Ridley has said that after watching The Force Awakens the way it was presented in the theater, she thought it was obvious who Ray's parents were.
1: Yeah, I have seen so that.
2: Taking just the information from only that movie, it seems like the only logical conclusion is that she is a Skywalker solo and she's Kylo Ren's sister and just doesn't know it for some reason. There are definite holes in that. Like, why doesn't Han Solo know that that's his daughter? And why doesn't Princess Leia say anything about, you know, if you see our son, bring him back, but also don't get our daughter killed? Like, type of a thing. Um, there are definite holes there but just from what's available in the movie, she knows the falcon like the back of her hand, she understands Chewbacca um, the lightsaber is referred to as her birthright There, there's just a few things in the movie and having you know heard Daisy Ridley say that I think that that's the only logical conclusion, but that's just me and I have no I just, extended knowledge of Star Wars <laughs> I'm going to be
1: so disappointed if it's like carry uh, Princess Leia's daughter or something. I'm just going to be so upset if it's, Why? she's another fucking Skywalker. I'm really hoping that this is but it's- the end of the Skywalker saga and that these new characters can continue the story without there being any more fucking Skywalkers.
2: <sighs> oh, so you're saying she needs to not be a Skywalker so that the next trilogy can be about not Skywalkers. Can be
1: about anything else, yeah. We have eight movies right. now about Skywalkers. Let's... You know, Rogue well, One was fantastic, and that had nothing to do with with Jedi or Skywalker's, and they did an, an amazing job. I think if, if right, you but you would. I mean, you have to I assume. Mean, you you think they could change the lore a little bit too? Like Disney can do whatever the fuck they want right now. And me personally, I want to see more of the galaxy. So much more. This is why I read the books right. because you can get so much more of the galaxy out of this. I love those aftermath series. The aftermath series because it's about new characters. And, but and, it's
2: always gonna be Star Wars movies and stories are always gonna be about the Force, though, right? For the most part, it's like true. not not <laughs> the stories, not the stories in the extended universe necessarily, but the main tentpole movies. I think are always gonna be about the Force. So even if it's not Skywalker's, I would assume it's still gonna be Jedi or something similar, right? I mean, that's my guess.
1: Yeah. I yeah, and that's that's why I would think that this being the last Jedi I'm hoping that if Ray does become a, a powerful force user she starts a new um, a new like pfft, group
2: a new cult. yeah so so maybe the next so maybe the last movie would be called the first night or the first whatever her her group of force users is called right yeah. well, like uh, this would be the last Jedi and the next one would be the first whatever word yeah. is replacing Jedi
1: yeah, the first
2: gray—that'd <laughs> be funny.
1: Yeah. <laughs> is, this about, <laughs> is this about aliens? Are we about to get probed right now? Star Wars about to. Probe is this about
2: us. getting older and noticing the white hairs in your head and <laughs> freaking out? Yeah,
1: it's the first gray. Oh my god! Let me see. So I finally I have some Knights of Ren info
2: right here. Uh, Oh, and while you're while you're looking that up, we did forget to mention um, Star Wars movies were nominated for two Academy Awards this year.
1: Yes, um,
2: one in one in sound mixing and one in visual effects. Um, Star Trek was also nominated, but for hair and makeup, <laughs> so they will not be going up against each other or anything. <laughs> and yes, yes, that is twice as many nominations for Star Wars, but it's two to one. It's not like you well,
1: know, let me just say I have I have the Academy Awards uh, nomination script pulled up right here, and Star Trek is up, <laughs> is up against two other movies for makeup and hairstyling, which are A Man Called Nice, Ove, and Suicide Squad. Whereas,
2: oh man, Rogue
1: One is up against Deepwater Horizon, Doctor Strange, The Jungle Book, and Kubo
2: and the Two Strings. Oh wow! Can you Kubo should Kubo should win that? Kubo. Or um, the did Jungle you? Book.
3: We haven't seen Kuba Yeah. Yet.
2: Well, yeah. Oh my god, it's beautiful. Um, so yeah. The the other two movies though that are up against Star Trek. I mean, those Can yeah. you imagine? Can you imagine <laughs> if Suicide Squad won an Oscar?
1: <laughs> god damn it. That would be crazy. Oh my
2: god. Yeah, I can't I can't I think, think about that anymore. I think that's the only. So, one they you know, for.
1: probably they're probably in.
2: Yeah. Like, good luck. Soundtrack. Good luck to both in, in the awards. Yeah. No <laughs> shit.
1: Anyway, back to Star Wars. So,
2: Knights of Ren. Yes, anyway,
1: Knights of Ren. There's, dude. It's it's amazing. There's nothing about the Knights of Ren. Um, on we'll keep. That's impressive. Yeah, they've done a good job keeping the shit under wraps. Um. So the Knights of Ren included Kylo Ren, whom Supreme Leader Snoke, the leader of these forces of darkness, referred to as a master of the Knights of Ren. As a member of the Knights of Ren, Kylo was not part of the formal hierarchy of the First Order, but nonetheless operated with freedom among the military command. Who tolerated his presence with some hesitation as his agenda trumped their own? Kylo wore a black and silver combat helmet based on the battle gear worn by the Knights of Ren. That's it. And the history of it is the the Knights of Ren operated in the decades following the Galactic Civil War. They were under the command of Supreme Leader Snoke, who used them as a tool of the dark side of the Force alongside the First Order. Rey, a Force-sensitive scavenger who hailed from Jakku, saw the Knights of Ren in a vision.
2: That's it. Wow. So That's no detail.
1: None. You have some appearances, which is Star Wars The Force Awakens in a vision, Star Wars the Force Awakens novel in a vision Star Wars the Force Awakens a junior junior novel in a vision The Force Awakens part of okay, you so, mentioned yeah it's it, there's nothing about it
2: Well so so I guess my question then would be after the original trilogy the only Jedi left is Luke right
1: Yes according yeah He's
2: the last Jedi from from what so, we know <laughs> Right so Snoke somehow came to power while Luke was the only known Force user around, right? Uh,
1: Yes, it'd be—he's probably—he was had to have been in some sort of hiding, like Yoda was,
2: um, right? Because otherwise, you would think Luke would notice his presence, right? But then again, oh, the Emperor is dead, but I still feel this really weird dark chunk of the Force over here.
1: Which I'm sure like, they could. Princess Leia knew about Snoke. Like, they all knew about Snoke. Because, um, you know, he said she says to Luke at some point, it wasn't your fault or whatever. Oh, she says it to Han. It wasn't your fault. It was Snoke. Snoke turned to the, to the dark side. Right. So they, they so, had to have found out about him somehow.
2: Okay. So, so how about this? How about Snoke is luke's original apprentice his first apprentice that he took you think so and he turned he turned and convinced a bunch of the students to turn with him and they became the knights of ren and he became snoke he picked the name snoke for himself for some reason or maybe that's his name
1: i think i think that's because i I like that theory but i like it to more to to apply to kylo ren I like to think that, Ah. see, and here's here's where that fucking Darth Vader theory comes in, where Snoke is the split ghost, because how much fucking sense would it make if Darth Vader comes to his grandson and goes, hey, you're super powerful in the Force, and I can show you the ways, and I'm your grandfather, and I'm fucking Darth Vader. You gather some troops from this little pussy-ass Luke over here, and come join me, and I'll show you what it is
2: well and here's my okay here's my other question if i love that if anakin is a if anakin is a force ghost right
1: Mm -hmm.
2: and kylo is clearly you know pretty strong in the force Mm -hmm. why is there never an anakin showing up to him to be like hey look man i've made all these mistakes i've done i've been where you've been don't go down this path like I am here as a force ghost, just believe me, you don't want to do this. Like, is there some reason that that didn't happen or that it can't happen? Like, aren't the ghosts there specifically for the guidance of the Skywalkers? Like, they constantly show up for Luke, you know, they help the Kenobi, like, so it's 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 been established that they can, yeah, so it's been established that they can guide strong force users, like if Anakin is a force ghost, why would he not reach out to Kylo at some point? And you mean the, the, the also there might be it? evidence that he did in the movie. Sure. Um, or in the novelization, he says something like Kylo heard another voice. It was that voice or the voice that keeps pulling him to the light might oh, be yeah. Anakin. Yeah. Right. He said, I'm torn between the light.
1: That, that, but it just, that, that was another thing that with that theory, all of that should make so much sense. Let me find some. I'll send it to you. I'll see if I can find it. Um, I do want to tell you, the there's very little information, like we were saying, on, on the Knights of Wren and what happened in between Return of the Jedi and the Force Awakens. There's four books, well, three, I guess, that are out. The fourth one's coming out in February, but three of those are the Aftermath series, and one of them is called Bloodline. Bloodline is all about Princess Leia, and like the rise of the New Republic and stuff, <clears throat> and it it also has the rise of the First Order in it. So hmm. there, there's a little bit of information as as far as where it comes from. Um, it's right. You know, it, it's just a couple old fucking old Empire people that basically they're they're considered centrists now in the new republic and they use a lot of they used basically illegal cartel money to build a military force which is called the first order so that was six years before the force awakens which means the first order hasn't been around for that long which means that the knights of ren have have been around for longer than that okay so it's like hmm It's like it's like Snoke worked in like a bunch of different ways. It was like he was the new Emperor Palpatine to kind of connect that theory.
2: Yeah, it seems like the first order is the title because that was the first order he gave was to create an army, or that would make a lot of sense. Something like that. Hmm.
1: I didn't. I haven't finished Bloodline yet because I was in the middle of it when I got Aftermath, and Aftermath is set before Bloodline, so I kind of I'm trying to finish up that first series before I finish Bloodline. Um. Huh. And Aftermath is actually the le- the last book that comes out is supposed to be The Battle of Jakku like we were I think we were talking about that last last week. But it's set on the yeah. on that battle where you know you find out why the star destroyers are there and shit and I'm really excited for that one to come out because that's going to be our last real story before Episode 8. Sorry, The Last Jedi. Right. And so if they're going to drop so... any bombshells it's going to be in that book.
2: Right. So I... Man, I'm really excited because I think the second movie is going to have to answer a lot of questions before it asks all the new ones. Um, I just... I really think we're going to find out. I I worry about Disney falling into the trap of just repeating the structure. Like, I just... I don't want... (laughs) I mean, I don't want Ray... To get her hand cut off, <laughs> and then have have Ren say something like, "Oh, I am your I brother,", am your brother. Yeah. you know, like oh, seriously, because it just—I feel like it's preordained, and I'm—that's what's going to happen in the movie. But I, <laughs> I hope it doesn't. Like, I think it might, but I hope I wanna, it doesn't. I it a seems bit, so easy.
1: I want a little bit more mystery and a little bit more like me too. My mind being blown, you know. And I really think that's what Disney's going to go for is. That would be great. Not to, I think I think The Force Awakens was a, a kind of a reboot in a sense, and they used a lot of those old familiar tones and um, cinematography and the old fucking, you know, they built the sets and everything, and they just really used that to get the fans back into the series. And I think with Episode 8, they're yeah. going to really dive into their own personal story. This is going to be where Disney's like, all right, this is our franchise now. This is what we're going to do with it so now Man. you know it's like now that and we I've have seen you, so many he theories the like
2: so yeah I've seen she's a Skywalker she's a Skywalker Solo she's a Kenobi she's a Palpatine yeah Um. she's a, a, a reincarnation Dameron. of other people yeah you think I, she's yes, a Dameron I, I have, like I
1: guess I have two theories because the reincarnation one is another theory that I thought I it, the, the more and more that I hear things coming out though the less likely that seems but the Poe Dameron theory where Poe is her brother And, um, she's, she's just somehow connected to the Skywalkers, not related, but connected to them. And she has been since she was younger. I would like that a lot more, um, in, in my little, it's like a fucking thousand word essay. I swear to God, I never did anything for school that good. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but I, I, I just think that, you know, with, with Poe's parents, they were really high up in ranks and they, they were you know basically Luke's and, and Leia's assistants for a lot of missions and stuff so it would make sense mm-hmm. if they had they had Poe and then you know later they had Ray and I mean the theory is she's 19 or 20 but you really don't know she doesn't know her own fucking age she could be 24 um, but but she did not know now, didn't, didn't the like visual
2: that. dictionary didn't the visual dictionary establish her age
1: I think so I'm pretty sure that she's 19. I'm just trying to say that to get (laughs) give my theory a little bit of credit. (laughs) Yeah. Um, (laughs) I'm just just asking. (laughs) But yeah, and if she was raised around the Skywalkers and and the Republic and stuff, the New Republic, then you know that's why Leia and Han would have recognized her because they're like, oh my god, she's she's back. You know, she's come out. She's finally gotten off that planet. Sorry about that. Right. (laughs) Um. But we'll find, I mean, we'll find out. This is why this is why I'm excited for Aftermath, the, the third of that because yeah, I think it's going to have something to do with it's got to have some sort of clue, man. It's got to. It's
2: got to. So, I guess the next question would be when does the trailer come out? When are we going to see a teaser for this oh, thing? Yeah, I guess I'm I'm, re- um, I'm
1: looking at the show notes right now and it's all in big bold capital letters. When
2: does the trailer come out? <laughs> If we, I mean, so when they revealed the title for The Force Awakens, the the very first teaser uh, was 22 days later. So, with the <laughs> Super Bowl coming up, like basically what eight days from now, I'm do you so think glad we'll you... see a teaser there?
1: <sighs> I don't know. I bet there's hints on it, on, uh, hints about it online though. I bet I can figure something out. Um. I, well, and I, I think it'd be, they it'd be also possible because have... they, they did release the full trailer for the Super Bowl last year. Or no, it was a Monday night football game where they released. Uh, it was another teaser. And then I think they released another trailer for the Super Bowl. No, it
2: wasn't well, and a lot of people online are saying. Yeah, a lot of people online are saying they do also have the um, that Star Wars celebration convention Yes, that's coming up. It's in May. So, you know. Maybe maybe they do a teaser during the Super Bowl and then give the full reveal in May or something.
1: That would um, suck. that would suck so much. Ugh. <laughs> to
2: have to wait that long, yeah.
1: <laughs> I just don't want to. No man, come well, on.
2: Super Bowl advertising is not cheap. I mean, I, know. I mean, I'm gr- granted they have the money, but it's still not cheap.
1: Uh, I just, I think it would be the best idea. I god, they're so good about this and it's so frustrating because they're so good about keeping it under wraps. They're like we're not gonna show you shit. You're not gonna know anything
5: ever. What the
1: fuck was that? Oh, it was just my computer <laughs> yelling at me. Oh <laughs> some clickbait shit. <laughs> <Okay>. Threat detected. <laughs> <laughs> But no, like I was saying, that they have it so under wraps, so, like you don't know anything about this movie. They just released the goddamn title. We knew the title for fucking Batman vs Superman four years ago.
2: Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? Well. <laughs> so. I, I don't know. I, I mean, <laughs> I just guess. Do there is there going to be? Are they going to give us a full trailer? Because there's what the movie comes no. out in November.
1: There's no way. They're or gonna December. Give us a full it comes out in December. Barring any, yeah, so it's got a, the best we could get. Carrie
2: Fisher reshoots or anything like that. The best we could get at the Super Bowl would be a teaser, then, right?
1: Yeah. It's there's nothing. I can't find anything I mean, about a Super Bowl trailer. There's like no speculation about it. Everyone is saying that it wouldn't be worth it for them, and that they're really just gonna wait for celebration.
2: Well, they don't. I mean, if you think about it, they don't need to market it. Oh, they man. put out the title and the internet went crazy. Oh, they, they, they didn't up. even do anything. They just said, this is what it's called. Like, yeah. So I wouldn't be surprised You're if welcome. they did make us wait. Yes. Yeah.
1: Well, and they, I mean, they just released Rogue One. A lot of their things... I'm surprised they released the title so early. I thought they were going to release something in February more so because they wanted Rogue One to... You know, pick up speed. I, it must have been once they hit that billion dollar mark. They're like,
2: eh, all right, we're good. Let's just let's. <laughs> that's good enough. We'll, we'll just just tell them we're making another one. Yeah, yeah.
1: We're gonna wait till we. <laughs> that's their goal. Like they'll they'll only release new footage after every billion dollars made. <laughs> Go buy your toys, kids. Well, then we should.
2: <laughs> yeah, we should be getting a new footage release. Uh, What roughly every year? Then
1: yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you would think. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Star Wars Celebration is in April. In Orlando, ah, the, see, oh,
2: April is a little more palatable than May.
1: It is for sure. It is. There's a countdown: seventy-three days, twenty-one hours, forty-two minutes, and thirty seconds away. So,
2: I mean, that seems. If there's a countdown to celebration, oh, celebration but What a great way huge, to open it. Man. right? It's, it's
1: always been huge, and they, they, there's no way they'll open it with it. They'll close with it for sure. They'll open. Oh well, yeah, you're like, right. So, they would. They would close with it. They'll open with like some rebels stuff. They'll show some rebels footage. Or if they, I've I've heard that they might end rebels this year and go to a new cartoon. Which, oh my god, I I really hope it's a cartoon that shows what happened in the thirty years between Jedi and Force Awakens. Yeah. Thank god, give me rise a new of, Rise of cartoon. the Knights of Ren. Yeah, man. Yeah. Fuck, that'd be tight. Um. I think, you know, there's actually a couple Star Wars celebrations, too. There's one in Orlando, and I think there's one in London. I believe. Doesn't say travel. Maybe not, though. Maybe they just move. Or they move different to different cities every year. Or they're concurrent. But. Yeah.
2: Um. Oh, I, well, I guess. Know,
1: where are we? Where are we at here on this show? So.
2: Well, I've got. I mean, I was gonna say I don't have any other speculation other than I would just like to point out my main points are that Rey is Kylo Ren's sister, and that's what I think. And I also think I think we might uh, lose another Skywalker in this upcoming movie. That's my other prediction. We
1: already lost a Skywalker, so we have to solidify that loss of a Skywalker by probably killing off Carrie Fisher, (laughs) Princess Leia. I mean. Luke, there's no Luke. way Luke's not gonna die in this episode. I can almost guarantee he's not gonna die in this one, and then he'll die in the next one.
2: <laughs> but you think eventually they'll all die? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. It might be necessary for the <laughs> well. They don't want the story,
1: the story, and for future movies. I mean, not gonna yeah that that's sound like true. a dick, but like they are getting old, <laughs> so. Yeah. They got to kind of wrap up this story, I think, while they have the actors available. You know, the two out of three. That makes (laughs) sense. So I I, I think Luke will go out. I I think he's going to be more of a badass in this episode. Um, The dude's been in hiding for years. He's been doing nothing but training. He's, you know...
2: Well, and he's supposed to be super powerful anyway.
1: Yeah, supposedly Luke is like the strongest Jedi that has ever lived. So... I'm really excited to see what they do with that and if they actually make him a fucking badass and how they're going to do that. Mark Hamill is not the most fit person.
2: (laughs) I would think it would be a lot of force usage. Oh, yeah, for sure. He was was
1: more of a force user anyway to begin with.
2: Yeah, and his his lightsaber style is probably closer to um, like Mace Windu now where it's a little more, you know, very... Calm and like swatty and almost sarcastic, like get out of here with that. Oh,
1: like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I could see him, it's like, using I don't that. even
2: need to swing this lightsaber. Come on, like, I can yeah. see him
1: using a lot more, he's, I, he, even using two lightsabers. I could see him doing that. Yeah, uh, I think you're right. I think he's going to be a lot more force. He's going to be like Yoda. Um, as Yoda yeah. was his teacher, I think he learned a lot from that to be like, there's a lot more around me that's bigger than my enemy that I can just use, you know? Like, I don't have to just seclude well, it would myself be... to this one weapon. I can use everything, you know?
2: Right. And it would be cool because they established that this guy Kylo Ren is strong enough to stop a blaster bolt in midair. <sighs> so what if they established that to, like, set up blowing your mind with something else that Luke does? Like,
1: they have to. you know, when
2: they inevitably they build the next Death Star, he, like, stops the beam or can something. Can we
1: talk about that for a <laughs> second? Can we just... I really yeah. hope they don't yeah. make another Death Star. <laughs> Please, God, do not make another planet weapon. I'm over it. I'm fucking over it. We've seen the Death Star. In yeah. Like the- one, two, three, four. If you include the. Uh, I, I always count those stupid Trade Federation ships as little tiny Death Stars because that's what they fucking look like. And then,
2: well, I feel like that's where they got the inspiration for the t- right. for the structure and the technology.
1: And then the Star Killer base. So that's one, two, three, four, five, six movies out of eight. Set, out of eight, yeah. If you're if you're counting Rogue One, six out of eight movies have had a goddamn Death Star in it.
2: Well, and it seems like the Star Killer base in particular was essentially just a planet. So, yeah, but it was okay. full of of people from the First Order. So it was their base Their forces basically. should be Yeah, their forces should be mostly decimated right now, I would think. Like the only guys they have left is anybody who was in space at the time. Right. And wherever Snoke is. Now that's where it could come in. Snoke could be, you know, come to my shielded planet that looks like a Death Star, but uh-huh. it's not. Like God oh, damn it. Come to because, you know, then they could explain that, like, well, the shielding here is what allowed him to hide from Luke Skywalker and all this stuff. I bet it's and different. It's than be I like... bet
1: it's like an asteroid. I bet, <laughs> I bet his fucking base is on, like, an asteroid that just floats through space. It's not in a solid spot. It just continuously goes. Right. And, you know, it's you can't detect something like that. You know, you can't detect it if it's not still. Like, it's you know, like Darth Vader communicated with Luke Skywalker because they were... Still, the one time that it happened in Empire when he's, you know, sitting there talking to him through the galaxy, they were basically focusing on each other. Could
2: could Snoke be on Mustafar? And would Luke have any problem, like, locating Mustafar or, like, reading it through the Force because of all the negative family energy that would be there?
1: There's actually a script leak, quote-unquote, that says that Luke has a battle with Snoke on Mustafar.
2: Oh, okay. so Because I'm thinking that could be like, he could go somewhere where there's a lot of dark force energy or something and use that to hide himself from Luke Skywalker, and then he would just assume, oh, that's because it's Mustafar, and that's where my whole family tragedy started. That's why I feel that way. Like, not because there's a bad guy there.
1: Oh, I don't know. We'll see if it's on Mustafar. That's just further solidifying Snoke being... The Force Ghost, the Dark Force Ghost, right? Let me you know, I just found this article. I'm gonna send it to you. It's from Cinema. And Burnham. Gareth
2: Edwards, Gareth Edwards did say something about we will see Mustafar again, right? Yes, he did.
1: Um, Mustafar has, has a huge yeah, interesting. meaning to to the the Skywalkers as well. Darth Vader kept his castle on Mustafar because according to the writers and stuff he wanted to be where the tragedy was basically he wanted to remember his right.
2: failure and he used he used the anger and pain from that to fuel his dark sidedness yeah exactly
1: there's some sweet so interesting that, interesting that, show that sort of perspective like i think there's a scene where they're going back to geonosis and they're like vader have you ever been to geonosis and it just shows a flash of Anakin and Padme looking at each other before they're going into the arena and then Darth Vader just says, right. quit meddling in things you don't understand just walks away or whatever it's, <laughs> it's heartbreaking man like that's cool like they're really diving well, into Vader seems... and, and his, his emotions and shit it's cool
2: well and it seems weird that they would establish Vader's castle as a location in a side movie and then just not use it at all like yeah. That's got to be I mean that's got to be in the main story at some point. Like
1: you would think, you would think it has to be. I mean Kylo Ren probably goes there at some point to fucking that's probably where the battle comes in. You know, Kylo Ren goes there to, to yeah. retrieve some item of Darth Vader's and Luke is like, "Fuck, we got to stop him." And that would be pretty tight. Very interesting, You know, where they where they figure out, you know, there's some sort of whatever it is at in Mustafar that Darth Vader had like a underlocking key and they finally figured out where it was and both sides have decided to go to Mustafar and they both meet there and have this big battle and blah blah blah. Huh. I I think that would be a pretty cool way yes. to, to introduce that into this uh, like era of the saga. Yeah. Cuz I mean it is his castle. I and the, I agree. I'm sure he still had his castle when he was when he died. So there's got to be shit that he kept there. You know, and who the fuck is going to go to a lava planet to go explore? They're probably like, yeah, never mind. Just, right? You just keep that. I don't. I don't want to deal with that shit.
2: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, I'm very excited. I just uh, they did a great job of setting up questions.
1: They did, yes, and we did not answer like many things at all on this on this episode. It was- <laughs> Very speculative. Well, the, none yeah. of that information
2: is there. No, yeah. there's not
1: like a, what, with the with the Knights of Ren, there's nothing on Wikipedia or anything. I was frantically yeah. searching the internet to find anything right now, and all of it is the same little tiny Wikipedia paragraph. Do you need to go let the kitty out? That's okay. You can do that, little dick. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, I just I'm I'm excited for just more info, man. Whether it's going to be in the form of comics or novels or cartoons, whatever it is, like I, I, Rebels is building up to to really drop some bombs, um, which is cool because I really like that show. Have, have you watched that at all?
2: I have not, but I did just find out that the that one or the other one is on Netflix, right?
1: Clone Wars is on Netflix. I don't know if Rebels is. And do on you it. like? Do you prefer Rebels over Clone Wars? Oh, you know, I, yeah, I think so. Clone Wars just left such a bad place <laughs> in my mouth. I did not like the movie that they came out with. I didn't really like Ahsoka. I mean, if if you're gonna watch Clone Wars, I would say watch like the look up online the the main episodes that bring out the most of the stories. Of the seasons. The main plot arc. Yeah, exactly. Watch yeah. those episodes and watch maybe the last two seasons. Maybe three seasons, two and a half okay. seasons. And it's it's really good like when it comes to the Star Wars lore and the story. But man, I was so sick of the fucking clones by the time I was done with all those seasons. So I, don't want, <laughs> I don't want to see any more Rex or fives or any of that bullshit over it. We spent too much time in the Clone Wars. So... I, I do prefer Rebels just because it's it's new. You know, yeah. There's there's new stuff going on. There's new stories. It's not in between episode two and three. It's it's after the fall of everything. You know, and and how these the, right. this little band of people is trying to establish a, a large rebellion. You know, and it's 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 pretty sweet. And you know they have the Jedi and stuff, and Obi Wan Kenobi is making his appearance in this season. Um, Darth Maul's already been in it a few times, so it's it's definitely very cool. It, it's 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 cool for me because those are some of my favorite characters. You know, like Darth Maul especially. Bringing him back was super tight. Yeah, because he's just he's my favorite, one of my favorite villains for sure in Star Wars. And so to see him again and just, oh man, just to yeah, get I'd, that glimpse of him fighting Obi
2: Wan. I'd be interested uh, in at least that arc for sure. Yeah,
1: yeah. and you know the. The first season of Rebels was a little slow. It took a little a little bit to get going, but like the last half, if you're gonna watch the show, watch the last half, and then all of season two is really good, and season three so far has been excellent. There's been a lot of really cool shit going on. Um, yeah, nice dude, the the battle. Between I'll have to give the, it a try. But, but to uh, if you even just go on YouTube and look up the Ahsoka Vader battle in season two. That episode is the most epic Star Wars cartoon episode ever. Swear to God. <laughs> Hands down. Um, Will do. Yeah.
2: So
4: speaking of right. books, well, then, I, wanted to, um, I wanted
1: to throw this out here with these books. Um, this is the thing that I was telling you about that just got announced. Um, it's called Guardians of the Wills, and it comes out May 2nd, 2017. So this book is and the- all about... Um, Chirrut Imwe and Baze Malbus. Very it's, cool. It's all about the Guardians of the Wills and they're going to explain a lot more about what that means and where it comes from and what Chirrut and Baze were doing when the Empire decided to go to Jeddah. I'm, I'm so stoked about this because the Guardians of the Wills is so huge in old Star Wars legends and them, for them to bring it in, it's,
2: it's just it's fantastic. So that was my. So they're recanonizing something from before. Yeah. Oh yeah.
1: Um, (laughs) I'm looking at. Very cool. Looking at it. So. Oh, it's the. uh, Well, then before we take. Here's what it is. So in early, this, this is where it comes from. Sorry, in early drafts of A New Hope, the name Wills referred to an early version of what became the Force. So. Oh, okay the wills is you're gonna find out what the wills is and what it actually refers to well it was to. originally
2: originally the force was called the force of wills mm-hmm. right i believe like, so. Yeah. it was it was more of a willpower based thing than a space magic
1: yeah i yeah yeah i believe that's what the the whole point of that was the reason they called it that yeah um was well, because it was like they willed it so, to fruition. Although Wills is spelled W H I L L S, it's not
2: W I L L. It's W H I L. So, um, oh, there was a... which would seem to indicate like some sort of physical artifact or yeah, you know, exactly thi- uh, writing or something. Right. Yeah,
1: um, that there was that one and what's that other one? There's one more, one more. Uh, oh, Han and the Rebel Rescue. It's that's, that's kind of a more of a young young reader sort of thing. Um, Oh, okay. But like, I guess young reader would be more just like the force awakens novel is what they would consider a young reader sort of thing. Um, Oh, okay. There's some cool shit coming up. There's what's this all about? I I haven't heard about this yet. Star Wars on the front lines comes out. looks like it's a reference book. It's an upcoming canon reference title that will comprise 128 pages. Um, originally slated to be publicized in the fall of 2016, however, still writing pieces of the book. It's not going to be, re- uh, yeah. So 2000, it's, it's a reference book. That's cool. That's really cool. Um, coming. And it up, sounds
2: like it would incorporate all the some of the stuff from Rogue One, like yeah, the military side of it's everything. Gonna,
1: yeah. Um. So the publisher's summary is from the Clone Wars and the Rebellion to the clashes with the First Order. The galaxy is defined by war. Star Wars on the Front Lines chronicles the tactics, weapons, and armor used in pivotal battles, along with profiling acts of valor. By focusing on elements of the cool. battles that occurred off-screen, this collection brings the struggles faced by ground soldiers and starfighter pilots to life. So yeah, that's that's super cool. Um, I have an old I have an old fucking Star Wars encyclopedia from like 1998, I think. <laughs> And it's
2: just so outdated. Yeah, it's, it's funny. It sounds like it's the uh, the official source of everybody who's not a Skywalker.
1: Yeah, pretty much. Which is awesome, as you know. I'm ready for Skywalker yeah. to be
2: done. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so,
2: so, yeah. um, so is,
1: the- is there anything else that you had
2: for Star Wars?
1: I don't believe so. I think we covered most things. Um celebration is like I said April 12th, I believe. April 12th in in Orlando. Um so that's keep your eyes open for that. Um be watching out for the trailers cuz that's probably where it's going to drop. And then read read more. Do you kids read anymore? You listeners read? Cuz if you do, <laughs> you should read some of these Star Wars books that are coming out. They're pretty good. I know it's I know it's weird. I know it's the, the words and the, the pages and, and, and it's not an IDK or LOL, but they're like real sentences.
2: And there's, a, there's no screen. There's no screen. I know.
1: I know it's hard, but try it. <laughs> they're really good. <laughs> um, I did. I, I think that's all for Star Wars. And I'm, I'm really excited to... since Since last week we recorded on Saturday, we didn't really get to talk about football. And what happened on Sunday Yeah, and the complete blowouts of the teams that played oh my god how disgusting yeah, yeah. I was really hoping no. for Green Bay Green Bay
2: fucked up you have fucked do you guys, up do you want to take a <laughs> do you want to take a break and then come back and commiserate or eh, do you want
1: to I think we could probably finish this off here we could probably just power through All right. Um. so, so let's, let's talk about the, the football so games so go- you you go with your Steelers yeah. Go ahead first. with your thoughts.
2: <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> I, Kylie's just laughing at us. <laughs> I told, I told everybody after the Kansas City game that field goals would not cut it in Foxborough, and all Pittsburgh fans in the world knew that going into this game. Okay, now I will point to the fact the Steelers never get to play with all their players healthy. Ever. Either Big Ben is hurt, or Antonio Brown doesn't get to get to play against the Broncos, or (laughs) Le'Veon Bell is hurt before the game and ends up going out super early. If the Steelers could just be healthy... I know they could win another Super Bowl. Now is the time. They're set up to do it. The only thing about them is that they actually don't have a defense. That's kind of an issue. But the pure capabilities of their offense are staggering. They have, they just have the best, not, not necessarily the best, but they have one of the best attacks in the league. Le'Veon Bell is so patient. He, he takes his time, coverage breaks down, blocking breaks down, and then he picks his hole. I hated watching ben him run. Smart. He pissed Big... me off.
1: <laughs> even against the Patriots, <laughs> I was like, Jesus, how not... are you doing this?
2: <laughs> he, he's, he's amazing. He's the most patient running back in the league. Big Ben is smart, even though he doesn't always sound like that when he speaks. He He <laughs> knows when to throw. He knows the kind of balls that Antonio Brown can contest and things like that. They're an amazing team. And it just sucks that it always has to end on injury for them. It always does. It ended last year that way. They could have won the Super Bowl last year. Had Antonio Brown been allowed to play against the Broncos, I really don't think the Broncos would have won that game. They may have, but they, oh, I don't you know. know. It's the, so, history
1: is history, dude. So.
2: <laughs> right. Well, and, you know, all last year I was telling people, the Broncos MVP of the Super Bowl should have been Von Tez of the Cincinnati Bengals because oh, yeah. he's the one who took Antonio Brown out of the game so that he couldn't play. It's so true. Anyways,
1: <laughs> did, you, uh, did you? That hear, having uh, all been said, did you hear Roethlisberger's uh, interview on the radio last week?
2: He's not considering. He's not considering <laughs> retirement. He's not owed. He's not owed very much money next year because of the way his last contract was structured. And I really think this is his first jab at the organization to be like, Hey, pay me. Look, you guys, you need to pay me what all these other guys are making because garbage quarterbacks are making tons of money in Houston. I <laughs> should be making tons of money and I'm not a garbage quarterback. So I think that's part of his strategy. I agree um, the, one of the things, one of the things I really like about the Steelers is they tend to hold on to players for their whole career. If yeah, they're producing um, and coaches, I was really upset yeah, I was really upset when Emmanuel Sanders was let go and they cited maturity issues to, with for letting him go. and then you saw him was Denver really Broncos glad.
1: This last year and you're like, oh yeah. okay, that makes sense. I was
2: sense. <laughs> well, and I was I was glad to see him come to Denver and you, if you follow him on Twitter or see any of the stuff that he does around the community you know that he's fixed those issues. He's grown oh, yeah, he's up. A, he's very a mature, great dude.
1: But this last year, he definitely he's a, model a little citizen. bit of immaturity yeah. in the locker room with the whole like, "Oh, come on, man, pass me the ball, mole. You gotta pass me and D2 to ball, mole. Well, and
2: it, I don't know because it, it statistically, it he work, had so. he had zero drops. He had zero drops in the season. Wow! Like it, I didn't know it that. was. It was amazing. I, yeah it, is our it, best it may have been one so far
1: so he's way better than DT it may have
2: been from. one yeah it may have been one drop but he had something like 280 targets or something like that oh, and he had yeah. one drop or zero drops so he was the most consistent receiver in the league this year <laughs> um that's fantastic you know but I, you know I just
1: man I I just want the Patriots to go away just go away
2: go away. So do I because here's the thing, okay? The Steelers as an organization have the most Super Bowl wins. They have 6. Yeah. Okay? This is to- this is Tom Brady's 7th Super Bowl appearance. <laughs> He's gone to more Super Bowls personally than the entire Steelers organization has won. Yeah. Like if you let that sink in, that's a little ridiculous. He's going for ring number 5. Like <laughs> It, it, wow. For for the uh, for the Patriots, it's just it's crazy, man. Like it's an, it's an amazing thing to see what Tom Brady does, and I respect the hell out of him, but that doesn't mean I can't hate him at the same time.
1: Oh yeah, <laughs> I, who was it? Was it Joe he's, Montana? I think Joe Montana is the one that's he's had way better stats than Tom Brady for anyone that's ever complaining that Tom Brady, or, or saying that Tom Brady is the greatest of all time, look up some, some stats of, of Joe Montana. Because they're a lot better. <laughs> um,
2: they are, but people remember championships, and the uh, Hall of Fame remembers championships, and things like that. It it just sticks with people more.
1: Oh, for sure. Let me, I actually want to look that up. I, I can't... It might actually be fucking Steve Young that I'm talking about, but I think it's Joe Montana.
3: Um...
1: So, obviously, and you're very disappointed. Honestly, I about didn't the expect.
2: Yeah, and I didn't expect Atlanta to put the weapon on Green Bay that they did. Oof, I'm, I'm um, kind of. I was impressed. I'm
1: stoked to see Atlanta. Play so, I hope that they can do the same thing.
2: Me too, and that's all I'm hoping for at this point is that they've just I've underestimated Atlanta all season, and mm-hmm. I hope they come out swinging and firing on all cylinders and just destroy destroy the patriots that would be wonderful
1: oh just give them the worst ass whooping they've ever had just a seattle denver fucking super bowl that'd be fantastic i would love that Mm -hmm. come out and just get a fucking safety right off the bat no their defense is kind of garbage (laughs) but um kyle shanahan he's a beast down there he's been doing a really good job this year he's I yeah
2: and he'll be moving to San Francisco at the end of the year? Oh, here we go. Or after the Super Bowl, correct?
1: That's, I think that's what they were saying, yeah. I can't remember for sure. But um, So here we go. Brady versus Montana statistics from ESPN.com. Uh, Joe Montana was undefeated in four Super Bowls. Brady is 3-2 in Super Bowls, losing each of his last two. Uh Montana has a career Super Bowl record: eleven passing touchdowns and no interceptions for a hundred and twenty-seven point eight Super Bowl passer rating, also a record.
2: Brady holds a Super. Oh wait, Bowl... so that sorry that actually means I was wrong. Then so this is Brady's sixth Super Bowl, not his seventh.
1: It is. It's his sixth, but he's only won three. He hasn't won five. Okay. All right. He's won three. Excellent. Thank God. Yeah. This is this Thank is, this God. is to just help you like feel better about the fact that Brady isn't like the best. <laughs> um so yeah, along with uh, uh Montana has eleven passing touchdowns, 127.8 passer rating, and Brady holds the Super Bowl record for career completions, 127 and 1279. That's all time Super Bowl, obviously. But he only has nine touchdowns with one interception compared to 11 touchdowns and no interceptions. So that's already better, Montana. Yeah. From 1979 to 1990, Montana had more than twice as many postseason passing touchdowns and over 2,000 more postseason passing yards than anyone else.
2: So. Hmm. That's, yeah, It's, it's amazing what they've both done. And also, if you consider... It's hard to to compare, obviously, because of the the difference in the rules and the the difference in the talent of the players that Young had versus the people that are around Brady and things like that. Right. But they're it's saying, impressive, and I hate him. Is what it comes down to. <laughs> comparatively, they're
1: they're pretty pretty good, but if you're gonna do like a one on one, I mean, Montana has a perfect four and zero Super Bowl record, eleven eleven touchdowns right. to no interceptions. Like you can't beat that. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's like LeBron trying Agreed. to say that he's as good as Michael Jordan, and it's just never gonna fucking happen. So, <laughs> um, so anyway, Agreed. then yeah, the, the Falcons. I, this was my game here. I, I really, really wanted Green Bay to win. I was really rooting for the Packers. Um, they were my Super Bowl pick at the beginning of the year. Um, Packers and Broncos, oh wow. obviously, but um, it was very close. So I and to see them just get their asses just completely destroyed. Was crazy to me, Green Bay of all teams. What was the final score on that? Forty-two to fourteen or something like that. It was
2: brutal. Twenty-one or something. It was crazy. Yeah, it was crazy. I was um, I was very surprised.
1: Yeah. So I, you know, that's that's our Super Bowl though. We got it's the Atlanta Falcons versus the New England Patriots, uh, and uh, I, <laughs> as a fan of everything and. Oh my god. All football things. I just want Atlanta to win. <laughs> I'm I do too. I'm going to I'm going to say I, it's a, a high-scoring game. Just, I'm going to make my Super Bowl prediction prediction. High-scoring game. 42 to 33 Atlanta. Wow. I'm going to go it's gonna be all offense this one. The last two Super Bowls have been all defense. Last three, I guess. I think this is yeah, gonna be all offense. That's
2: true. I'm gonna go thirty five twenty eight Atlanta.
1: All right. Kylie, give me a prediction. Who's gonna win the Super Bowl? You got the Falcons or the Patriots? What's the score gonna be?
3: Um
1: She's gonna be spot on.
3: Right. Um it's gonna be Thirty-two, ten. Does thirty-two happen? <laughs>
1: <laughs> it does. Yes.
3: Cool. <laughs> um.
1: Who? Falcons? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Totally. Yes. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> fuck the Patriots. <laughs>
4: well,
3: no, I, I, I couldn't <laughs> that because my family's from the East, but
1: I'll say it. I know we're gonna go visit them, but fuck the Patriots. <laughs> Do something. <laughs> um. I think so. That's, oh, that's all for football. Let's see. Now, um, oh yeah, last thing, last thing we got. Coheden Cambria. They are not only are they going on tour this year, um, f- to perform. God damn it! What's that album called? I can never. Good Apollo of Silent Earth.
2: No, they're
1: doing it. We that was the last tour they did. I think this one's Good Apollo and Burning Star Four or whatever.
2: Oh, the book. The book that's coming out.
1: No, the, the tour. They're touring for
2: Right. But I think the book that's coming out is the the Keeping Secrets of Silent Earth, right?
1: Nope. It's Good Apollo. In Keeping Secrets, oh, it nice. has already been made. They already have the uh um comics for that one. That was the f- the first two albums of Coheed are the ones that have this the complete comic series. They just with their third album, Good Apollo and Burning Star they made a graphic novel instead. They like did a a different version of the story. And so on top of the fact that they're going out on tour to perform good Apollo and burning star in its entirety, that's the one with like feathers and welcome home and just a very super popular album that came out. Um, they're releasing comics to it this year. So very exciting for people that are into the Amory wars. I have a couple of those, um, Little, like collections and stuff, and I'm super excited to see the story in comic form for Good Apollo and Burning Star. Me and uh, Jesse, like we used to, I think we read all of those comics in like a week or something. Found them all and just obsessed. Yeah, over them. I got like, listen to all the music and fucking all this
4: of them. This and goes went through them really quick.
1: From uh,
2: okay. yeah. But yeah. it's it's interesting because the first time i went through it i really enjoyed it and then the second time i was kind of looking at it i was like this is pretty self-indulgent of this guy Very nice,
1: it's so <laughs> Not, nice when you're yeah this out of it, your mind though it's great i mean and the amount of weed we smoked <laughs> and read those books they were great well, well and <laughs> it's
2: nice to see that he had his own direct vision and he executed it you know sure. he was the driving force behind that and that was really cool like he was Always at the center of it,
1: yeah. Um, Let me see if I can. Where's the Where's the release date for this? Uh, Oh yeah, the what is it? From Fear to the Eyes of Madness. That was the the uh, fucking graphic novel they made based on Good Apollo and Burning. Right. Uh, God, I wish I would have kept that stupid article. Do you remember when that comic comes out, Jesse?
2: Uh, I don't have it here. I don't think you sent me a link.
1: Damn it, of course not. I was fucking up every single time. No, I don't got it. Uh, well, anyway, it's coming out this year, probably while they're on tour, Um, which would be awesome. Last time I went and saw Coheed on tour, they had this sweet booklet of all their, like, I guess it came with a vinyl with some B sides of the new album um and it came with the actual album and then all of the demos for the album and it came with a sweet book and like it was just a super cool collector thing and they all signed it and shit and I'm assuming they'll probably do something along those lines with um the new comics as well. That's how they get you. Those gimmicks. You can only get these comics at the show. <laughs>
2: so um all it says is the Amory Wars, Good Apollo, set for 2017 release. Okay.
1: It, see, is it on Evil Link? Yeah. Are they on Evil Link still?
2: Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yep.
1: Cool. Well, sometime in and that's uh... an
2: announcement from Claudio from last year in oh, wow. October. So I would okay. assume it's either on its way or it'll be not too long.
1: So yeah, that in you know the tour starts very soon, so that would make a lot of sense. Um, cool. Well, we'll definitely keep everybody updated on that. I think uh, with that, we're going to close the show out. Kylie, you got any last words to say huh? before we close out this late night special again? We almost hooked the microphones up in our bed. That would have been nice. And just <laughs> it is. And did it. It's just a lot yeah. of moving around, a lot of heavy equipment
2: to move. I Good just- to know you're dedicated. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Hell yeah, th- th- we would have definitely done a live episode too of just us eating chips in bed <laughs> with microphones
2: in front Fuck of us. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh man, that would make me so uncomfortable just because I would be picturing the crumbs. <laughs> I would just be like, "Oh, there's there's crumbs in your sheets." <laughs>
1: and,
3: uh, oh. trust me, that is not that's not tolerated.
1: I'm not allowed to eat in the bed. <laughs> so, um, you got any th- any last things to say, Jesse? Anything you wanna
2: get off your chest? <laughs> Yeah, I just, so, (laughs) I've been doing, I mean, I've been interacting a lot more with Star Wars in the last couple weeks than I've ever (laughs) in my life. Yeah. Um, And I'm not, I'm not disliking it. It, Oh, nice pun. Um, (laughs) I'm not disliking it. I just, it makes me really miss Star Trek. Like, why is that? brand not being managed as well i just i get it you know it's a little different kind of a story but just put it on tv just put it on tv and put it on regular tv so that you can tell your stories they're they're gonna kill interest and the way that star wars is surging back right now like i almost hope they don't even i almost hope that the new star trek series doesn't get compared to that because if it does it'll fail like and that's just (laughs) because
1: you know it's going to it's totally gonna get compared to it yeah and it
2: it makes me sorry it makes me upset that they picked jj abrams for star wars and star trek like i'm really glad that he worked on star wars because when you watch his interviews about the movie you can see that he really cared about it and he was like this is a high level of responsibility and I need to make sure that this works and I need to make sure that it fits. Otherwise people will hate me forever. And he really took it seriously. You know, he talked seriously with the original three cast members. He was very respectful. He was, you know, very direct with that stuff. Mm. And then with Star Trek, they asked him about it. And he's like, I didn't really like the source material. So I changed it. And it's like, <laughs> oh, that's not fair. That is <laughs> so not fair. Like they went with him because he was a big name at the time. They didn't go with him because he, cared he was about a guy it. who was really going to guide this. Yeah. that's why I like and I'm sure it would have been so hard to find somebody to do that. But I think a part of it is that all of the best Star Trek productions for the last couple of years have been fan productions. And yeah. Paramount and CBS don't wanna just pay those people, you know? So they're yeah. like, No, there's no Star Trek, or here's our version of Star Trek and it just I did
1: I did really like guess, um what uh, Simon Pegg's writing and stuff. Like the the third Star Trek movie, Star Trek Beyond was great, I thought. Um, I, I did too it was and I very very really liked it and the it was, movie did of old Star Trek it was very reminiscent of like the old kind of
2: you know you're,
1: you're figuring out kind of yeah, mystery mar- and going not marooned on a planet yeah.
2: type of thing yeah. yeah but they and the movie did well um, by Hollywood standards mm-hmm. and everything I just I cannot turn around without running into Star Wars <laughs> and it makes me it just makes me sad that that level of Care and I, I don't. know I guess you could call it oversaturation. Isn't there with Star Trek? Yeah. Um, it's not. You know, it's not. It's not hating on Star Wars. It's just that as a Star Trek fan, I think I'm I'm starting to gravitate towards Star Wars just because the quality right now is so much higher. Well, and they like, have
1: new stuff coming out all the time. It's
2: just right, it's and, and, it's blitz, and it's sporadic. It's constantly in your face. Yeah. Right. Every year, there's some some new Star Wars, and if I get sick of that, I can go watch it on Netflix, and I can go read these books. You know, <laughs> yeah. with Star Trek, it's more of like I can, I can get really the comics, but those are monthly or maybe weekly, or yeah. you know, I can go watch these fan productions, but some of them are a trailer, and then four years later, you get an hour and a half long movie. Like, yep. it's just there's not enough of it. I guess is I think what I'm Star saying. Trek's problem is and they again, just don't have it's the- nobody's fault.
1: They don't have the funds behind them to, like, like, like Star Wars does. Disney owns them. Disney owns the goddamn world. Like Star Trek is still getting right. on. They're still on Paramount and CBS and stuff. Like they don't, they don't make nearly as much money. So there's not nearly as much backing or promotions or anything like that that goes into it. So, I think Star Trek is just getting kind of the the shit end of the stick right now. Kind of like DC you know, you, you kind of put fully you agree. Know, you can put Marvel. That's a and, good parallel. Yeah. And Star Wars in the same category and DC and Star Trek in the same category. They're just not making quality stuff. I, I think because they don't have the right funds, they just don't have the right ways of doing it, which sucks. Cause I, I mean, don't get me wrong. I, yeah, I love Star Wars and I've, you know, I have shrines of Star Wars in my house, but I love me some Star Trek. I've watched the next generation <laughs> at least seven times yeah. like that whole series. And, i've always i've always loved star trek i just it's it's the same problem we're talking about there's just not enough new shit that comes out to keep me interested
2: yeah yeah i think the only way and and my other problem is that with when they make every time they make a new star trek tv series they're like let's go back let's go back in time (sighs) into an earlier time it's like no give me the next set of future things yeah like what happened to Riker? There's a whole series of books about what Riker did, oh, and they're man. awesome. What did what did Data do? There's a whole series of books about that, and they're great. Just go forward, like give me the next and, part of and the those future. Actors are still That's what alive. Star Trek is.
1: Those actors are still alive. Bring them back.
2: Yeah, Data,
1: Data. You know that dude would come. And back. they're still good actors. Yeah. Yeah. What's his name? Uh, writers. Yeah, some lot more now. I I I mean if they Riker, could yeah. if they could find a way to get those characters back into it even you know uh, Levar Burton it would be great to get back into the show it, it's just yeah uh, I think they're afraid to do that too I I don't know man they're just kind of stuck they are. between a rock and a part rock of it place.
2: is part of it is just fear so yeah. Fear leads to anger. Anger leads to hate. You know. So. <laughs> it's kind of
1: the, the first song of the podcast. It always is, comes back to you. The first song of the podcast by a band called City Lights. It's called uh, The Dark Side. And it's all about Anakin Skywalker. Nice. <laughs> and I was talking to Kyle. I love this band. Very cool. Don't get me wrong. They're, they're super cool. And like, obviously my style of music. But they're very whiny. Because I like whiny music. And it's so fitting right. that that band would write something about Anakin the whiniest fucking character in Star Wars <laughs> so
2: it's <is> so, perfect <laughs> last point on Star Wars Um I, I saw a theory that Rey couldn't possibly be a Skywalker because she's never shown complaining about anything <laughs> yeah,
1: that's so true fuck yeah
2: I like that. That, is a,
1: that that's a good thing to close on right there <laughs> Remember that kids, Ray is not a star. Sounds good. She's actually more, she'd be way more of a Kenobi because of her cunning skills and ways with the tongue. (laughs) That was very,
2: and her accent,
1: (laughs) and her accent. Yes. (laughs) Okay. So thanks everyone again for listening to this episode of the twist. My podcast. What is this? Episode 19. I think this is 19 already. That's, That's incredible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, So, yeah, you know, we always we really appreciate you guys listening, and we would love to hear any feedback that you have. Um, You know, you can do that anywhere. You can can fucking send us a message on Facebook. You can tweet at us at Twist My Arm Cast. You can find us on Instagram. Send us a picture of your cool Star Wars toys. I just got a K2SO the other day. Thank you, Kylie. And I'm super excited to add that to my collection. If you guys... You know, want to show me something of any of your nerd collections, me or Jesse or Kylie. We all love that shit. Send us pictures, you know. Um, If you would like, if you're in a band and you're listening to this and you would like to come on as a um, participant in the living room sessions, definitely email me at twistmyarmpodcast at gmail.com. I'm looking for bands to fill out the year. Basically. <laughs> I know that's kind of a tall task because bands break up all the time and they cancel and stuff, but I'm trying to get something set up. And if you're in a band or, you know, a band that would maybe be interested, send them my way, twist podcast at gmail.com. You can also email that with any of your questions, concerns, gripes, anything. Um, once again, just, you know, if you, if you're listening to us on iTunes, subscribe, hit that share button, hit that like button. Um, we're on everything you know we're on soundcloud iTunes uh what was that FM uh, Fm something online the podcast source podbean you know last fm last fm that's what it is yeah so if if you're listening to us on any of those any of those podcast sites just give us a like and tell your friends that's you know that's, that's we love it we love it when you do that you, you stroke our egos and it's fantastic <laughs> so Thanks again. My name is Josh. And uh, this is Kylie. Hello. Hi. Yeah. Yep, there's, there's and, I and I was Jesse. And I was Jesse. And we're
0: talking gonna talk about it.